Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Anyway, uh, it's nice to be here. We've got some interesting developments that have happened, and that's uh, this screen that we've got up here of this wave. One of the machinery, uh, piece of machinery that I'm operating in on uh, the table in there is a weapons development spectrum analyzer. And what, the, what it's used for, it's about a $60,000 machine that was developed, developed by Tektronix. And it, uh, what it does is it uh, enables uh, the aerospace and military to develop weapons-grade electronic attack systems. And one of the things that it does is that when you have a weapons, electronic weapon attack, this machine locks onto it and, they, and captures that wave. Uh, the application is that if, if, we're if we're flying a jet or some kind of military mission and we get ground radar hitting the aircraft, this kind of machinery will then assess the radar and then uh, select a countermeasure to fire back to the ground so that the individual looking on the radar set will see 15 or 20 blips instead of the one aircraft that we're in. So the application on this machine is that it was uh, for making electronic warfare uh, 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 aggressive equipment and also defensive equipment. Now, what we're looking at here and the development that's taken place, and I've seen this before, is that yesterday some government entity was taking a satellite and, and uh, sending down brain-interfering signals. In other words, the whole hotel area, both this area and the other side, was saturated. And what this machine did is it captured that attack wave. The way, uh, I turned the machine on about 8.30 in the morning, and it was there. Now, for the past five days, I've been in Sunnyvale doing an assignment over there, and this wave was not present the whole five days that I did analysis of the electromagnetic spectrum over there. And so this kind of wave would have the effect to make people nauseated, headaches. Uh, you'll feel lethargic. You would feel anxiety. You would uh, not be in a very good mood. You'd be edgy. You would um, your your body would be telling you it's time to go somewhere else because this place doesn't feel good. Now this morning when we turn the system back on again and make another analysis, that wave is is gone. So either the satellite that they had in position to 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 uh, expose us to this has moved, or they decided that they just wanted to give us a one solid day dose of it. It did shut down. Uh, last night, just before the uh, banquet, and so we we were all we had a good solid eight ten hours of exposure to this thing. Now I don't know how many people have been here both days that noticed that today they're feeling a whole lot better than they did yesterday. And I've talked to quite a few people uh, and asked them whether they feel better and whether they felt anything yesterday. There's been quite a few people that have said that they're feeling a whole lot better today than yesterday. You're, uh, how many people feel better today than yesterday? Quite a few. Yeah, see? 
So this stuff is, is the real deal, and the interesting thing about a convention like this is that they're concerned enough about us talking about these matters and all the other related subject matters that uh, your First Amendment rights are in position, but that doesn't mean they're not going to send some kind of attack wave down there to try to discourage the meeting, and that's what happened. I'm going to go ahead and animate this uh, thing so you can see what the actual thing looks like. This is a video that we, we, we took of the uh, attack wave in and of itself, and what's going to happen when I initiate it here is you'll get to see exactly how this thing works when you see it real time. It's a frequency hopping wave, and you see how it's jumping all over the spectrum. It's going back and forth. These are uh, short videos, but uh, this gives you the, the dynamics of what happens with this thing. And these waves are pulsed microwaves, so they're, they're not only just covering one area, they're sweeping back and forth, and they are causing interference to the brain because the brain is basically also a computer that uses synapse firings to, for all your thoughts and body control. I'm going to run this one one more time, and I'm going to show you a, diff a different view of it because I changed the uh, settings on the... Um, just so that uh, y'all know, uh, this spectrum analyzer I'm looking at looks like a I, uh, uh, looks like it's as big as a, a TV, and it's it's not a, it's not a, a handheld something you hold in your hand, and you have a uh, a uh, an index pointer or a uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for a needle. This has no needle. This is a diagram like a fish finder or something. I mean, in depth, 3D. Yeah, Joe, Joe, you could actually go to him. I, Roger was the very first person I talked to even before Derek a year and a half ago. Uh -huh. It cost about $2,500 to go to him, that much. And yes. But he has helped so many people all over the world that, that go to see him. I myself couldn't afford it, but he, they've even stopped quite a few people. So... He has a lot of lot of knowledge, and he has a lot of technology himself. Oh yeah, so said, yeah. Well, yeah. To, to be able to buy this sixty thousand dollars analyzer, I mean, you know, it's called Bug Sweep. He, 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 where he is is called Bug Sweep, and yes. you can actually go on there. To, yeah. So he was, a, yeah. He he's someone that actually taught me a lot about it. Oh oh yeah, really? Yeah, he's uh, he's. Uh, there's been uh, probably six or seven TIs that have used him, and the TIs that used him say that they felt like they got ripped off because he did have a lot of equipment and he did come, uh, but he wouldn't write down nothing for them and he wouldn't give them no evidence as far as that goes. You know, I mean, look, you know, <clears throat> I mean, that's what it, whatever makes him do that, I don't know, but that ain't enough to run him down or what have you. Like I said, uh, I guarantee uh, uh, Kindler, uh, what's her name, Doctor. Uh, I bet you she ain't got no sixty thousand dollars spectrum analyzer. So let's get right back to it. It's almost over. It's a little, little over halfway finished. But I just wanted to point out that this wasn't no little old handheld device with a with a, a needle on it. This this is something that you you just have to see it. I mean. When you say military, yes. When you see that, that's the first thing you think of. My God, that is military. Yeah. Uh, On the uh, machine, in terms of trying to make further analysis, this one is the is the most real time analysis, and that's why the wave looks like it's going even faster. Huh. The next one I'll show you. 
this machine has different kind of uh, capabilities to make analysis. And so, this is not my computer here, so I'm going to be a little slow on it. Let's close that out. Uh, it is 1.7 gig, almost 2 gigahertz. The numbers that are on the bottom left right here is the band center. There's 1.775 gigahertz. Now, in this case, I'm using what's known as a marker, and that's going to be this little blip right here you see. Once I animate it, what the blip does, this is what's known as sig track. So it's going to jump around, even though the actual wave that they fired at us is jumping around. The sig track is going to follow it, and you can see that here, that little V that's on the top. Yeah, did you hear what it said? 1.7 hertz. That, that's a lot of mega power pumping out. And what that does is it, it will moves with the signal as the signal jumps. And as a consequence, you can see up in the top up here, we're getting a chance to look at the actual power levels. The number that's, that's rotating in the, in the upper right corner says minus 50, 50, 40. It's, what it's doing is, is summating those different power levels that are being fired at. Now, the actual level of this thing, it, this, in terms of its power right now, or when we captured it, it's running about two times the power of an FM radio station. Now, if you think about an FM radio station, normally they're 35, they can be anywhere from 35 million watts to somewhere in the range of 50, 50 megawatts. So for a signal to come up to these levels where you're roughly twice your, your ambient FM station means that we're dealing with a fair amount of power coming out of the sky. The uh, one more time, then we'll move on to the last one. The uh, numbers in the top left is the actual frequency that it's hopping to. It's 1.771776. So this is what was being radiated down on all of us from above yesterday, all day long. And now that I've told you about it, you can maybe think back also on maybe something, some things you were feeling yesterday that just weren't quite right. And we'll be, because we are archiving this attack, and you know it's interesting. You don't often get a chance to capture these attacks. Usually, they're not so brazen that the, that they're going to want you to see exactly what kind of technology they're using on it on you. So I've only had maybe ten attacks or so that I've been able to document like this. One of the other ones was the uh, mind control meeting up in um, in Davis, which was a few years ago with Mary Ann Stratton. I was running machinery up there also, and then we got the same kind of similar kind of attack, and everybody was feeling bad. That particular meeting was in a church that was out in the, in the uh, farm area, a little bit south of Davis. So I went out there with my binoculars to see if I could see any vans or any kind of cell towers or any kind of other sources that could have caused that wave, but... Uh, there was nothing around. It was, once again, coming straight out of a satellite. In, the, in my information here, we'll have a look at what some of those satellites look like as we move towards some of the other systems. But this is a really a special thing to be able to capture one of these things. Now, here's the uh, last animation on, on, uh, on this thing. And what I did on this one is I made band the bandwidth wider so we're able to see it jump over a wider range. It doesn't stay at one frequency, and that's one of the reasons that it's so uh, efficient at causing uh, brain interference is because, you know, it's not just going to resonate one particular speed and one particular frequency. It's moving and jumping, and the overall motion in and of itself has a frequency to it. So this is, this is a real deal 
satellite type electromagnetic brain interference type of uh, situation. And if you want to see anything further on it, the actual machine that I captured it on is running in the other room on the table. And also, we have these QuickTime videos, that, uh, the, the video presentations themselves, uh, over in the other room as well. So, okay, that's the big news. You've gotten, you got hit directly. If you've been here yesterday and today, you've had the first, first-hand exposure to what some of these things can do. And of course. What the intent is on developing these weapons is that, you know, we're not going to shoot people with metal bullets anymore. The whole idea is to be able to go to the battlefield, weapons of, the, of this nature, and jam people's ability to oppose you just because you can cause their thinking and their bodies to be so sick and so overwhelmed and so used Hello. Hello. that we will no longer be able to fight. And then and the nice thing about that is that you don't have to blow up the cities, you don't have to blow up the bridges, you don't have to blow up the infrastructure like we, we did in Iraq and then have to go spend billions of dollars to fix it. You just jam the people that you want to jam, and that's the outcome. Okay, that's the end. Yes, hello? Yes, welcome. Yes, hi. Uh, I, I was on the line on last week, and I had gotten a number like the support. I, I really need support. My whole life is torn apart. Um, I, like, I'm in a mindset where I can't even leave out the house except for the days they allow me to leave out. Um, my marriage got torn apart. Um, my body aches. And I, I just, I need help to how to survive. I have no money. They take my money, everything. She's a perk trying to disturb the call. Hello. Yes. Uh, is there anybody that would like to jump in there? Yeah. What was that guy's name, John? Roger Telsis. Roger. Well, yeah, well, uh, I think our main concern right now is this lady speaking, that she's asking for help. That's the number one Hello. goal right now. Hello. Hey, Joe. Hey, welcome. Hey, hey, Joe. This is Anita from Baltimore. I wasn't sure where the person was from who was talking. Is she still there? Yes. Uh, where are you from, if you don't mind me asking? I'm from um, New Jersey. Oh, you're you're not. Oh, you're not far from me. I'm from Baltimore. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm from Baltimore. How you feeling today? You sound like you have a lot going on too. I, I'm like I'm a I'm a wreck. Like um, I had to set an alarm to get up so that I can go on the support line. And I like when I woke up, it was like my body was just laying there, and like things going through my mind. And it's like okay, they wouldn't let me call on the line. And I found mm-hmm. out online. So it's like um, I'm documenting things. I'm being stalked at work. Um, someone was looking in my window. I've been raped. You know, someone has shot at me. They pulled a gun out on me. They broke into my home. Um, oh. They me in the street. Mm. And I go to the police officers. I've been there. They diagnosed me with PTSD, stress, um, traumatic stress disorder. I did not take the medication. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, Ill. You know, I know something was going on. Um, That's right. Yeah. 
they take my money. It's like when I do get enough money to do something, it's like my mind will make me do something else. And it's like, um, and it's like I get up in the morning and say, okay, today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. And it's like mm-hmm. things running through my mind. My body is turning another way. I'm like, how do I function? How do I even function? And then it's like I got, I got suspended from my job for something I didn't do. So I've just been documenting, and I'm like, I'm barely making it. Okay, somebody's running water or doing dishes or something. Can you star six yourself? Hello, friend. Hello, Miss. Yes. Hello. In New Jersey, there's a great support group in New Jersey. I don't know if you've gotten in contact with the leader in New Jersey. No, they I have. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. They have a great support system in New Jersey. I don't know if you if you're able to go on the website to get contact with the person in New Jersey. Um, they really they have and then I know and I don't know the person in New York, but I know in New Jersey they have a great support group there and a great meeting. Maybe you can call someone and buddy with them there and, and um you know, someone who could be close to you. Are you connected to another T I person there? It's closer to you? Okay, how do I I, I never um did it. I just now got connected to this support group. How do I get in contact with the person in New Jersey? Right. If you go on back on the website, right, it's just in New Jersey. Scroll down to um different states, and it should say New Jersey, and it should have the team leader in New Jersey. Okay. And New Jersey has an awesome, really, they do a lot of work. I know they meet, they may probably meet once a month. I know they meet once a month, but they have an awesome support group in New Jersey. You know what I mean for you? And I guess my best advice for you, is to make sure you're safe, make sure you're safe in your home, and to find joy, you know what I mean? I know that sounds kind of hard to say with everything you're going through and your life being attacked, you know what I mean, your life being destroyed. Mm -hmm. And um, just know that you're not by yourself. We're all going through it, and we're trying to learn about the technology, as you can hear from the call. We're, trying, we're supporting each other because you can't do it by yourself. Believe me, I called uh, two years ago. I started on the phone calls, and I was like you. I was like, done. I was ready to hurt somebody. You know, I'm from New York, so you know how I'm from New York. I was like, I'm going to do, do this to me. I'm ready to take care of them, you know. Yeah. And, uh, Mm-hmm. It's like I I don't sleep. They make me sit up all. Yeah. Oh yes, that's that's a part of the torture. But once you find out um, how to, you know, what I did was one thing about the sleep thing. I stopped fighting it because sometimes if you know you know that you know they're torturing you, and sometimes I'll just lay. You know, don't try to force myself to go to sleep. You know what I mean? And because you're torturing yourself when you do that. No, the uh, thing is, when I get to work, they make me fall asleep at work. I cannot sleep at work. They will, right. they, they, they stay awake all all the day, all time mm-hmm. at um in the in the uh, I, at my house, and then as soon as I get to work, they, they um, want to sleep. 
Why why do why do you get suspended from work? What happened at work? Um, I've been documenting. They, I work with um disabled um people, and mm. they, um it's a lady that hit someone, and I seen the arrows and everything and the visions in my eye, and you know so I documented it, and you can't say anything at work because they'll think you're crazy or whatever. So the lady she hurt one of the clients, and so I've been documenting okay. everything, and so they they're doing this. So I spoke with someone about it, so they like you have to report it, and then it, and the company is like, okay, they would talk. The people would talk to me in my head, and they're like, if you report it, you'll lose your job. And I'm like, where's this stuff coming from? You know? And then it's like they they control your emotions, or you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there stuck. Your mind is telling you to do something, and then you can't even move. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had a meeting on last. Friday, and I didn't go, so I got up, I got dressed, and I was okay, I have to be out by a certain time. And all right. they, did, they made me sit at my kitchen table and just watch the time go. And make and it make you late, make you late. You know, when that happens to me, what I do, like, for example, I miss, like, doctor's appointments. I woke up late, and I said, uh-uh. When I wake up, I get going. I move. I'm, I'm like, uh-uh, that's not what I want to do. I think, okay, what's your choice? You have a choice. You still I'm have in, a choice. I've been on, you know I mean? Yeah, I've been on job interviews. I've lost jobs because of this. Um, mm. I, I, all I do is document. Um, this job now, I'm like, I'm only making $9 an hour. I've been homeless so many times. I, oh, you know, it, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's, I'm like, I, like, I've almost been at suicidal point. I mean, I've actually been at Water, you know, like I just can't like, make it. You can't tell mm-hmm. anything can because everyone thinks that you're crazy. Oh, you can make it. We live in a crazy world. It's not you, okay? It's not you. We just see the world as it is, you know. You just got to come up. First of all, you got to connect with people. And guess what? You're doing it right now. You're talking about what's happening to you. You know what I mean? You're not doing anything if something that's happening to you, someone's doing something to you. You know what I mean? Because you're strong, you're articulate, you're smart, you stand up what's for right, and I can hear that when you see wrong, you stand up for right. And someone doesn't like that. You know what I mean? And so what you've got to do is kind of to calm yourself down. That's the first thing. And you have to come up with a plan for yourself. Okay. What's my plan? Now, what you got to do is write it down. Because you know what happens? We forget. Because with all the targeting, what happens, it affects our short-term memory. You know what I mean? Everything. I can't remember. I can't. I mean, it's, it's, it's so crazy. I'm sitting up here. I pray. I'll be like, God, just help me. You mm-hmm. know, like, get some type of help where I can function when I get up. Because that's like, I will sit up all night. Like sometimes mm-hmm. then I work at night and then it's like I had four days off. I went ten hours just when I do get off. It's like they they let me wash when they want me to wash. And then when I do when someone's called me, it's like I'm operating on their brain. And then my friend came over today and she was like, I believe you. So she spent some time with me today and she gave me some like mm-hmm. she believes it because she researches it. She gave me some stuff to read. And mm-hmm. so I told her about the support group, and I was like, I'm going to call. So she she got me a phone today because I had no minutes. And, um, mm-hmm. like, because my minutes are short. They play with my mail. So it's some mail shift, some literature. She sent me in the mail. It didn't get here. 
you know, yeah. and I'm, so I just document everything. So she got me a phone today, so I'm able to get on the line, and I can wow. talk. That's right. And I was just going to say, Anita's giving you some wonderful advice, and she's a good, warm, understanding person, too. I just want you said you've been praying. Get your Bible out and start reading because he's very real, and he will when we draw near to him, he draws near to us. So God bless you, dear. Mm-hmm. And you got to make sure that you're doing what you're doing now. You got to connect. You got to connect with people to make sure that you're not by yourself, right? And you just heard a friend of a line. You know what your faith is, right? You work on that. You know who you are. Just stand and know who you are. And what you do, you get educated about what's happening to you. The more educated you get, the more connected you get, then you understand that it's out to break you down. Okay? It's out to do, to put you where you are right now, discombobulated, anxiety. You know what I mean? And that's what it's meant to do. You know, you have to calm down. You have to calm down because then when you go for that job interview, guess what? They're going to feel your anxiety. When you go back to work off a suspension, guess what? You go back. You do what you need to do. You know, you need to keep your job, right, because that's part of the program. That's the hardest part is because you know that they're doing stuff and you can't say anything. And And, you know, like tonight I have to go to work. But mm-hmm. she, she cho- and then she chooses the day to suspend me, and I'm like, I'm like, how do you choose? You she choose whatever day, and I'm like, I mm-hmm. told I was like pleading with her, like I make nine dollars now, and my rent is eight hundred. She don't know I was sleeping out my vehicle. They took my vehicle, my car got crashed. I seen the lightning in my head when they car when they did the car crash. So I'm sitting up here like, please, I need my job. This is the only thing. Like I'm my my my. Income and just make my friends, and I'm missing a day. I'm like, how am I going to live? I'm about to be homeless again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this time, I don't have a vehicle to sleep. <laughs> and is, can we give her a little more information about how to? I, I'm on the FFCHS uh, form or uh, site right now. Can you tell me how to find a person in Jersey, and I will. Get that uh, look up, look up. Yeah, thank you. Look up. I'm not near a computer. Thank you for that. Look up support groups. If you want to, right? It says, it says support. Right. And you look up support. It should have the different states. Local support groups. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see it now? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have the You're different. Right. Okay. You see it? Mm-hmm. I don't see. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, me, okay, they have meetings, okay. Mm, I don't see a name, though, darn it. Um, I see a meeting. Um, if I give you an address, will that help for the meetings I, and, the, and the times that meetings are? Would that help you? Why doesn't somebody give her Derek's number and maybe Derek can there give her a name? There we go, okay. I, I don't have Derek's number. Mm-hmm. Do you have Derek's number? Catholic Charities will help pay your bills if you uh, reach out to them and tell them about your situation. I've been to Catholic Charities one time. I've been to Catholic Charities in 2010. 
It's been going on for years with me, and I didn't know what it was, and they wanted me to take medication. I kept saying, no, 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 and no, I'm no. not going to take the medication. When did you yeah, figure out what it was? Huh? When did you they figure out what it was? Because they'll help you pay your bills. They wanted you to take medication? Yeah, I would not Catholic Charities with the mental illness program that they that oh, I Oh no, Catholic Charities is a nonprofit, and the, they're very familiar with this pro, this program, and they have people like that come in. But they'll help you pay your bills, so you don't, you know, you just you have to go reach out to them. They in 2010 Catholic Charities, I was in their homeless prevention program, and they had gave me money. So I'm sitting up there like, then I went to Newark Emergency Services. And they, they want your whole life. And then it's like when they get your life, I, they have messed me up in the system, everything. I keep everything, you know. And I'm like, finally, I have, it was one person that was just helping me for about the past six years. And it's just now one, two more people now actually believe me. They have done, you know, they got some resources for me. they like, call. You just have to have all your documentation. They'll help you. And then one more other person, they're willing now to understand. And so I told them about right. the and so I'm like, so now I have three people that do believe me. So yeah. it's like now it's just a point. You know what? Everybody here, but see, here's the people. We believe you. We know what you're saying. And we know what you're going through. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. We, what, we, what we're trying to do tonight is get you connected to Derek and to get you connected to support in New Jersey. Oh, but this is, you have to be careful who you speak to about it. Please be careful, okay? Sometimes it's like I can't control it. It's like I, I say to myself, you're not going to talk to nobody, and it's like it just comes out. I understand, but you got to be careful, okay? Talk because to us. Talk they to want us. you. Yeah, talk to us. That's what we're here for. Yeah, and we believe you, and we know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. You know, so are you going back to work tonight? Yes, I'm going to work. So um, what time do you have to be back to work? At 11. Okay. Are you able to talk at work when you get to work? Um, a little bit, like on my break. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're here at 2 o'clock this morning. When you get back to work, you can call us again on your break. You know okay. what I mean? Because we'll be here, and we'll be supportive for you tonight. Because, you, you know, we all need help. That's going to be so good. Thank you um, so much. You know, now, that, now that you know what's going on and now that you know there's a group of people that absolutely Absolutely believe you. We know what you're, we know because it's what's happening to mm-hmm. us too. It's a very empowering. I was very frightened and very alone. And when I mm-hmm. found this group to talk to, all of a sudden, people knew, the people understood, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I felt less helpless. You That's know? right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we we are here for you. Mm-hmm. And sister, hello. Yes. I just want to share weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. I know. I need to find well, you, Derek's you, number. So I want to give her Derek's number. So, so we'll, get you, we'll, we'll get some numbers for you, but you got to understand that and believe that. And then once you get the joy, you're going to start to get stronger. You're going to start to... Do you know, make some better choices for yourself. You know, you know you still have to work. So, you know, you have to calm yourself down. We're trying to get you also calmed down before you go back to work because you already know you may have some one of those people at their job, maybe someone who's, you know, 
um, trying to get you fired because you don't know. You know what I mean? And you don't want to give them ammunition to do that. You know what I'm saying? If they see you on edge and everything, you don't you don't want to do that. Yeah. We're going to find want, some new okay. strength. You're going to find some new strength through us. What'd you say? I said you, she's going to find some new strength in herself. New, that's right. Some power. So some yes, power. power. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you already got it in you because you made the step first step. It seems like you've been fighting it, you know. So guess what? You can't fight it by yourself. Nobody can do this by yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. Is we this JoJo? Excuse me, let me answer that. Is this JoJo or Joe? Do you have the phone number for Derek that she could contact? I can yeah. find it. Yeah, you got, a, you got a pen ready? I, I sure do. Yeah. Um, 513. 513. 568. 568. 1635. 1635. Okay. I don't know your name. Okay. I'm sorry, April? April. Okay. Um, the person that we're giving you the phone number for is Derek. He's the head of this this whole association, and he's a very kind, helpful man. He will help you get in touch with the people you need to connect with. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have a pencil? Do you have a pen? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. It, I don't know if you heard that. It was five one three five five six eight. I wish I could read this. One six three six three five. Three five. Okay. And his name is Derek. His name is Derek, and he's a kind, gentleman, very helpful. All right. He will connect you with the people you need to connect with. Okay. I just want to. And one, and one thing about when you keep calling, when you call to the different phone calls, you'll learn how to shield yourself. You'll know what to do to support. You know, you get to support to support yourself emotionally, physically, and spiritually. You'll get all. You know what I mean. You know, that it's really in you. And then you start to, you know, he, um, before you called in, Joe was playing something interesting about, um, you know, the mind control and what it's about and how, you know, there's, there's kind of machines that they have spectrumangulized into something to help block it. You know, many of us, we don't have the money. You know, we're all financially strapped. And what it's meant to do is to break you down. That's what, I mean, we, I mean, some days I have good days, some days I have bad days, you know. But what I learned to do through this is, okay, calm down. Because if I'm, and if I'm excited, I won't make the right choice. You know what I mean? I don't want to act out of anger. anger. I don't want to make a choice or to do something that's irrational, you know. Guess what? We've all got to the point where we wanted to. I, I'm, I'm going to say I have gotten to the point. I said, you know, get this. I'm out of here, you know. <laughs> and I said, you know what I said to myself? I want to live. You know why? Guess what, April? Uh-huh. You know why I was supposed to make that decision to live? So I can yeah. help you tonight. Yeah. Um, you know and you know what, April? The stronger you get, you're gonna be able to help some people too. You know what I mean? This you call, this, this call is on. I just want to let her know for sure. This this very call, Joe's Joe's room is open. I think pretty much every night. This same phone number and the same caller ID that you had to you know input when you called. We're okay. here every night. Okay. So. You know, you have some place to go every night. All right. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Nita. Didn't mean to interrupt you. I just oh no, you're okay. No, we're 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 doing this together. So what's so what so April? Yes. So you got to be to work in a couple of hours, right? And then about an hour. What are you gonna do for yourself? What do you need to do for you? Can you have a um? You have a nice tub you can soak in. Some can soak in. You got some like some little Epsom salt or something like that you can soak in. No, yeah, I don't have any money or anything. What you say? I, I like I don't have any money or anything. Any like my paycheck mm-hmm. is just. Let me tell you which is gonna be your best friend if they got a dollar store there. They got a nice little dollar store. They got some little Epsom salts. What that does is helps to detox your body from some of the stuff that they're putting in us. Okay. You know what I mean? So you can think that I use, I go to the dollar store. They have the Epsom salt and some um, some baking soda, and I put that in my water, and I soak in the tub. Oh, uh-huh. and I put, it's like they even have little lavender oils or something like that. And I put that in there, and it helps to calm me down. And also what it does, it detoxes some of this, um, helps to ground us to detox some of this electricity that they're putting in our bodies so we can't think, that make us anxious. You know what I mean? It's because they're putting radiation in us. So it helps to, it helps to detox your body to pull that some of that out of your skin. You, you understand? Yeah. And it, help, it helps to calm you. So your dollar store is going to be your best friend. And you'll learn some more shielding stuff as you come back on, you know, on the call to help yourself. But, right. you know, before you go to work, so get you a nice tub, get some little warm water. Hello? Hello, April? Yeah. Okay, so just, just so before you go to work, make sure your hair is brush, brush your hair. Look, look, look in the mirror a couple of times. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Because we have a tendency not to take care of ourselves, because that's part of the program, you know, when you're looking, you know, look a little strange, you're looking tired and beat up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're here, we're also here, when they try to bring you down and they try, have tried to bring all of us down, and they've done a pretty good job, we're here to help you bring, come back up. That's our job. That's right. That's right. Okay. Thank you so much. But tonight, tonight you got you got to have a plan for survival tonight. You know what I mean? You got to have a plan. Okay. You know what? You got to say, okay. I know they're gonna do A, B, and C, right? But I, when they do A, B, and C, how do I need to react? And you come into the course will help you learn to do that. You understand? You know what I mean? Mhm. And 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 just take one day at a time. Just one day, and that's all we. That's all you can do. Okay. One day at a time. All right. Okay, April. Yeah, it's going to get better. Yes, it of is. Course. Yes, it's going to get better, April. Yes, it is. You know, it is. It has to. You know. All I did was just call me these calls. I got support. I got hints on how to shield myself, how to protect myself, how to take care of myself. I also heard many people talking about the things that I had experienced, and um, and that was such a relief, you know, to know mm-hmm. that I wasn't alone and that other people were going through the same things, and they mm-hmm. found ways up and out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will help you. 
All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. April. April. Yeah. But we love you, okay? Okay. Okay, and you got to take care of yourself. You know, call the practice when you get to work and get a break, okay? Yeah, I am. Okay. And with April. Hello, April. Yes. Remember, we've been there through a fortnight, but sure it comes in the morning, okay? All right. You find you find you a verse. Find you a verse in the Bible, and you pray on that verse, okay? Yes. Okay. Good night, love. All right. Good night. Thank good you night. so much. Good night. We, we, we've all been there, haven't we, that first night? Haven't we? We sure have. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it brings you back, and then you realize, oh, you know what? I made it far. You know, you reminded that you know what I mean when you didn't think you were gonna make it that night. You know, mm-hmm. and we do. That's horrible when you think you're alone. Horrible. Oh yes. And everybody tells you you're crazy, and you feel crazy. You know. Yeah. Isn't that something? Oh, horrible. And, you know, it's funny, and then you go to the doctor, and the doc- you tell the doctor you can't sleep, and the first thing the doctor says, here, I can put you on medication. Yeah. The first thing. I'm like, I've been to three doctors, ladies, and the first thing I say, they say, are you depressed? I said, no, I'm not depressed. I'm just not sleeping, you know. Here, take this pill. <laughs> They want to give you a pill for everything. I wanted to tell her about melatonin, but I to get a chance. Melatonin does help. At least it helps me. Please. I hope she, I hope she comes back. I hope she calls. I, she sounds like she will. She really mm-hmm. wants to help. Bless her heart. I don't even torture myself with the sleep thing anymore. You know what I mean? Because, like, they'll wake me up about 3.30 in the morning. They have, like, a favorite time they like to wake me up. And, uh, you know, just before I meet, I get up at 5, they decide to wake me up at 3. <laughs> and I just lay in bed, just, just you know, I don't, for, I don't you know, torture myself, go to sleep, go to sleep. I did that for years. And I'll just lay there and I'll think of, you know, some good things, some good memories that I've, you know, had in my life, and you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't force that. And, you know, if I'm able to, you know, to get up, to go to work, I may call in and say, guys, look, I'm on my way. I'm going to be a little late. You know what I mean? So I may get a little extra 30 minutes, you know. And I also stopped drinking coffee. Because I think coffee um, helped it, helped uh, And I never was a coffee drinker. Oh, I got, I um, couldn't live without it. What did you say? I couldn't live without it. It's very helpful. I, I, I think it aided in my, um, in my separation. So um, I kind of detoxed myself this week, and it's kind of hard, of course, to detox from the coffee, and the, well, the caffeine, actually. And uh, so, and do you know they put a subliminal message in me? I actually smelled coffee. And they said, and I heard myself, I don't know how they did this. They said, Mocha, I must have been ordering coffee <laughs> at um, Burger King. And they must have recorded, right? And then they sent me the smell of coffee. 
And let me tell you what happened. That's what I was trying to tell the lady. So I went to Burger King again, right? I was sitting in drive through at Burger King. I said, oh, my God, I want some coffee. I want some coffee so bad. You know what I did? I ordered orange juice. <laughs> I ordered orange oh, I said, no, I'm not doing it because I can still smell. They sent me the smell of it. I'm like, ain't this a mess? These people are vicious. They're vicious. <laughs> I don't understand. Go ahead. Is that Anita? Yes. Hi. I hi, Sandy. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, my name's Sandy. We talked before. Oh, hi. 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 What's your name? I'm Anita. Yeah, Anita, but the other girl, the lady. So me, Linda? You mean me? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked, I think. Your yeah. Voice sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We did Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to, like, cut into your conversation. You're oh, talking no. About. No. I'm <laughs> just rambling. Orange. <laughs> I'm just rambling. Don't worry about it. I just thought that was so, you know, because I had decided I wasn't going to drink coffee anymore. And these people, they know. Morning. Excuse me. I enjoy coffee in the morning. I decided I wasn't going to do it, though, you know, because I've never really been a coffee drinker up until the last couple of years because, you know, I was sleep deprived. And they sent me uh, with some little message, mocha. <laughs> you know, I like a little mocha in my coffee. And, oh, my God. And they sent me the smell of coffee. I said, this is a oh, vicious thing yeah. to do. One doubt it. They've done so many different things. Uh-huh. Uh. Oh, i got to check on my husband here. I hear the boom downstairs. i got to put the phone down. <laughs> wow. Hey, I think they were a little mad with me that I ordered orange juice. You don't like coffee, or you do like coffee? No, I stopped. I I stopped drinking it. Oh, I was because I think it added to my sleep. That um um um, I just was doing a little experiment because I think it added to my sleep. That um of deprivation, deprivation. I can't talk today, but uh, and I said I'm not going to drink any more coffee. And they sent me a subliminal message. Hmm. Mocha. They actually had me ordering coffee. I heard my voice ordering coffee at a um, drive-thru, and they sent the smell of coffee. So guess what? Yesterday I ended up at a drive-thru again, and I ordered, well, instead of, and I looked at the menu and said, oh, mocha sounds so good right now, Pacey. <laughs> and I ended up ordering orange juice, <laughs> which is better for me, you know, than getting the coffee, so. I've actually been feeling better since I haven't been drinking a lot of coffee. No? I don't drink at afternoon. I, I, I don't touch any caffeine after 12 o'clock noon, or I will oh. be. You know, right, I, right. That doesn't keep me up, but, you know. Uh-huh. But it was just something how, like, she's, like April was saying, how they put a message in you. You know what I mean? No. And every time I start to go pay my bills, I get scared. I don't know what that's about. It's like I just panic. 
and I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow, really? Yeah, wow. very weird. Very mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> wow. You're trying to put some anxiety for you not to go pay your bills from... Well, I don't know why, but... It's me. funny how, like, the little simplest tasks that you've done without even thinking about become, like, I don't know what it is, like, simple things. Depending, you know, just become like a big issue now. You know, you're not like, okay, I'm going to do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And you have to think about it now, you know. Yeah. You know, it's a little anxiety, like you just said, comes with it, you know. Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, we just used to go shopping. Now, going to the store is like an issue. I'm like, God, there's going to be 50,000 people in the store. I never really thought about that before. I go to the store, pick my milk up, my, you know, couple of toiletries I need. Mm-hmm. Now I have to say, now it's like a game plan to go to the grocery store. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I am so not important, guys. Please. Yeah, really. <laughs> we don't matter. Get it? I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's 15 people to, uh, to go to the grocery store with me. Oh, here she comes, ladies. Here she comes. She's leaving the house now. Okay. Yeah, right. And they She's all... at Redness. I used to wonder, I, I used to come out to the, the parking lot, and I guess yeah. it was all white cars there for a while, and I'd, I'd drive a white SUV. I'd say, uh-huh. oh, my God, the whole world drives white. You know, it's such a popular car. I had no idea that the color uh-huh. thing was going on. Not a clue. I just thought it was fascinating that I was surrounded by so many white SUVs. Until wow. I said, yeah, that's yeah. what I learned. Wow. Probably intentional somehow. Mm. <laughs> it took me a while. It, it, but it's hard, you know, and I was listening to April. It's hard not to to train yourself to not to react to everything. Mm-hmm. And But once you I learned how to do that, it gives me, it takes a lot. It gives me more inner peace. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and the more it goes on, the more little... Stupid little, I, something very nonsensical happened today, and I can't remember what it was, but it was like, oh, man, it gets almost funny. You kind of laugh a little bit. So many so many irrelevant things are, that are annoying are taking place, you know, and, and it just, after a while, it gets kind of funny. It, like, you said, yes, it, it really yeah. does, doesn't it? And I think that's a survival um yeah. I think I think that that's a survival technique to be able to laugh at people who are acting like idiots around you. Like well, it's like these are grown ups. These are grown up uh-huh. ideas. Really, uh-huh. it's just it's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, and I uh, it's, wow. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just read something on 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 Facebook. It says last year I joined a support group for antisocial people. We haven't <laughs> met yet. We haven't met yet. I think that's so funny. <laughs> oh, I like it. I'm sorry, Linda. I like that. That was cute. Add a little humor there. Mm-hmm. I have this little thing on my Facebook page with a little old lady, and she said. Oh, I didn't know stress balls for for throwing at people. She said, <laughs> she said what? I didn't hear that. She didn't have a on my Facebook page. I have this little old lady, 
is a cartoon character on my son's Facebook page. And she said, oh, no stress balls, stress balls want for throwing at people. She <laughs> thought the end of throwing at people. Oh, man. I know these people who are perfect me. They're like, this woman right here. If she goes in there coupon for three more hours, I know that if there are men who are following me, I know they're dying. Uh, like, oh, man, she is in there coupon, and well, how long does it take someone to shop? Don't you love it when somebody gets in front of you couponing? What would you say? Don't you love it when somebody has, like, like, 89 coupons and they're checking out in front of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, let me tell you, I actually take pleasure in it now because you know the person behind you is perping you and the person in front of you, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know they're dying. <laughs> let me tell you, I, mean, I just took your picture. I'm trying to run out the store now. <laughs> they can't move real quick. You know what I mean? Very Oh. They always look a little weird, I think. Oh. I mean, I guess to them it makes sense. You know, they're getting their little $60 and, you know. Hope you get a reaction. I don't know. Okay, I'll be back. It, look, they keep taking my picture. I'm going to I'm gonna pose for them. <laughs> Enjoy. I'll be back. I got I to gotta go do something. I'll take care. Okay. Okay. Hey, Joe, you there? Hello, Joe. Yes, Anita, I'm here. Oh, I, I wanted to share something with you that, ha- and I thought about you that happened on the job. I, you know, I teach little kids, and one of my first graders, he was acting out, and I know they probably have activated some of my children. You know what I mean? And um, one of the, he was acting out really just all over the place, and he came to me. I asked him, I said, "Are you okay?" And I was talking to him, Joe, and he said, Miss Heath, I see that I'm having these bad, bad, horrific nightmares. Right? And I'm like, oh, my God. You know how we have the nightmares and stuff, the dreams. And then he says, Miss, I feel, he's only six years old, so I know he's not lying. He said, I feel like my head is cooking. Boy. That's the bad part about that because um... – when you do stumble upon things like that, I've experienced the same thing, that you can't tell, like, his parents or anyone. Oh, I, I know. I can't. I can't. And it was just weird because I knew, I knew that he had already been, you know, 
that is already in him. And it's funny because someone asked me before, have I seen since my targeting different behaviors from my children? You know what I mean? And I started to look back in my career with children who were acting out. You know what I mean? And, oh, wow, it just was, and I just was thinking, I said to him, well, what can I do to help you? You know, I gave him a special little spot in my classroom so he's feeling a little anxious he can go to, you know, and stuff. And uh, I gave him a little book he could draw in, like some of the night nightmares he's having. He can draw in a little book, you know, because they're not very verbal at that age, you know. But he was able to say what was happening to him. It was that interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. from what I gather, he's he's probably already singled out as a target, and he'll, you know, grow up experiencing what they want him to experience. Yes. That's bad can't tell his parents or nothing, which they have every right to know, but it's on that level and that stage that it, it you know, you can't prove it, and then... It sounds crazy, you know. It, uh, that would be a bad mistake. And, and the only reason why I, you know, what if I wasn't a targeted person myself, I would have like, oh, we need to get some help for this little boy, get him some psychiatrist, you know what I'm saying? But I know because of my own experience, he, what he's telling me is the truth. You so know y'all got I mean? a psychiatrist at the school? Yeah, we have some, yeah, we have some, yeah. We well, do. maybe you should uh, talk with the psychiatrist and just tell him only what the little boy told you. And, you right. know, maybe she can get him, uh, you know, talk to him. And, you know, they've done that to me when I was a kid. Uh, I was acting out, didn't, you know, this was in middle school. And they carried me off out of class and into this room. And the lady, the psychiatrist, you know, talked to me, asked me how I was doing, asked me if I got along with my parents and if I liked them. And then they, she asked me, uh, she gave me a big sheet of paper and a pencil and asked me to draw whatever I wanted to draw. Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was in uh, drafting, and I, I continued that on into high school, and I was actually, I made A-pluses all the way to the end. But I, I at at middle school in the sixth grade, I drew a mansion, you know, in very uh, uh, in extreme detail with this picture, and handed it to her, and I never seen her again, and she put me back in class. But if I would have told her the truth, that things that were happening to me, like like nightmares and yeah. oh, just crazy, my dad, you know, sometimes he got a little bit rough with me as far as discipline, you know. It's, He's in the military, you know. Uh, they would have, uh, who knows what would have happened, but yeah, yeah, I would, I would try to tell tell a psychiatrist what he told you and see if she can't, you know, help him. If he don't want, if he don't open up and don't want it, there's nothing anybody can do. But if he does right. open up, then maybe they can, you know, get this little boy some help. Right. Uh, you know, at well, least he, he needs he, to be able to, to uh, vent it out and not bottle it up. Right, right. And I what I did was try to make it um create in my classroom an environment where I'm not just penalizing him because he's acting out. I really listen to him. 
because I just from my experience the last from years, four years of being a targeted person, I know what I'm acting. I have it has to come out. You know what I mean? In some way or another in my behavior, you know, then people are looking at me, oh, she's checking quirky, she's doing this, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to turn my targeting into something positive, you know, like the energy. I don't know yeah. if you understand what I'm talking about, you know what I mean, where I'm not looking, um, um, I'm, you know, I, we all act out in one way because of the target. We do, you know, and it can be a positive way. It can be a negative way. You know, they they want us to act out negatively. You know that. All of this is to get us to react. And, I, you know. And, uh, yeah, they want you to, every time they give you the feeling, they want you to jump up and open the front door and go see who's out there. Uh, they want you staring at your neighbors. You know, they, yeah. they want it. Wanted to make it all about everything, but what it really boils down to, them, the technology, they are at the root of it, but they, they seem to turn it around on both ends, the perp end and the targeted end, and make each other look at each other and, you know, where yes. In fact, it, it's yes, on the technology. They, they are the culprits. Right, and here's the piece, though, and I finally put something together, right? I was listening to someone talk, right? I said it's really just all a setup because they want me to focus on the person across the street, like you just said, so then I can act out on him, and then I need a shot. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They want me to, you know, Focus, like you said, just on that person, and this person's also focused on me too. He's concentrating. Oh yeah, they them not identically the same way, but they do. They do bombard the neighbors or the perps to the sense that they they believe that they, you know, they're getting feelings from you. Uh, they get voices from you, your neighbors. You know, they they're they're making it out to believe that you're the one that's doing all this to them. And, and although that they're supposed to yeehaw and watch you and character assassinate you, yeah. uh, they're also under the impression that at, at times that you're attacking them, you're bothering them, you won't leave them alone, that the technology makes everybody out to the guilty party but the real ones. Yes. You know, <clears throat> if something happens to me in school, right, because I know these individuals have taught me tell you something that happened. I told you I'm getting mobbing in school. So one of them, you know how you just go ask someone, you know, how how is your children doing? You know, you work with people for years. This woman, because I asked her how the children were doing, became hysterical, Joe. I'm like, God, why would you ask me that? I'm like, well, I think it's a normal question that you ask co-workers, you know what I mean? And so she came back to me a couple of hours later and said uh, something weird to me. She said, oh, I forgot to tell you, Miss Heath, my son woke up. Um, I just asked her a little simple question. I'm like, well, you know, because we're Facebook friends, and I know she has little boys. She just had a baby last year. And she said to me, well, Miss Heath, my son woke up screaming. She kisses hours later. This was early in the morning when I first spoke to her, like about 7 o'clock in the morning. So she comes back to me about 1 o'clock. I have a very good memory. It says, Miss Heath, oh, after my son woke up screaming at the night. At night. Guess what, Joe? 
what happened? That night, I woke up in my sleep screaming. That's weird. Hello. Hello. Yeah, uh, New York, is there a reason why you are making all this noise on your phone line? Hello, New York? Hello, New York? Okay, then I'm going to mute you. I was wondering where that noise was coming from, Joe. Yeah, just constantly got the phone wide open and making noise on purpose. Oh, weird. Ain't no telling who it was. Just make noise. It's weird how people are just online talking and people just want to um, be yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... Uh, you know, sometimes I'm sure they do forget and carry on a conversation with whoever comes knocking on their door or what what have you. You know, but not, not doing it. You know, if you come on doing it every night, uh, there, there's something wrong right there. It's a quiet night tonight, huh, Yeah, we got 32, 33 people. Oh, wow. Nobody want to talk. Um, hi, this is Cheryl from Deerfield Beach. Uh, when I wake oh. up in the morning, um, I have um, a yellow coating on my tongue, and um, it's not always there, but it's like uh, I I brush my teeth like as soon as I get up, and I brush my tongue. And <clears throat> does anybody else have like a coating? That... Yeah. I, well, I thought it was because I smoked that there was the nicotine. Uh, you know, and then eventually, you know, if I do brush my teeth, I mean, and my and my tongue, you know, if if I if I 
if I halfway brush my tongue, it's still there. I have to vigorously brush my tongue, and it does go away. Uh, but like you said, overnight when you wake up in the morning again, yeah, I've noticed it like uh, yellowish and sometimes a little whitish that this film is uh, on there. But like I said, do you smoke cigarettes? No, not at all. Well, it shouldn't be that then. Hmm. Mm. So I'm thinking it is one of the, you know, something's coming in at night. Do they do anything else to your mouth or throat? Um, well, no. No, I mean, I think it's uh, one of the gases that's coming in, and then it coats my tongue. Yeah, I had that like a couple summers ago on my tongue. I don't smoke either. But it didn't last long, just a, I don't know, a couple, maybe three or four incidences. Hmm. And there's that tongue brush you can go get. Um, it's not, it doesn't have bristles or anything, but it's plastic, and you, it scrapes your tongue. Okay. Show me. You tell. Ask the pharmacist. Show me a tongue brush. Uh, I've had this for years, uh, but I don't uh, always use it. Just occasionally. I seen uh, a commercial. They were selling a tongue cleaner, uh, but but they was they was say, saying that eighty five percent of your bad breath comes from the tongue. You know, not being cleaned right. Mhm. Um, I I have heard that, um, but I think it's um, due to the targeting, you know, versus um, it's a new development uh, to have that uh, bad taste. It's a, there's a bad taste in my mouth. Anything to make you feel uncomfortable or to make people uh, feel offended by you or talk about you, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you... You know, you know how it feels when someone with bad breath comes around you. They don't have to actually uh, get right up in your face. Just stand next to you and start talking, and you eventually smell the bad breath. Well, yeah. I'm sure they do it to do that to us, too. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to always... Uh, me, I'm aware of it. If I'm not chewing gum, then I am brushing my teeth. Because I, I know what they can do. Hi, this is Ann from California. I'm relatively new to Joe's room. I've participated in some other evening calls. Can you people hear me? Yeah. Oh, great. Go ahead. I wanted wanted to offer um, my two cents to the gal that had a coating on her tongue. I don't know about the yellow or the white, but I do recall many years ago, I would like to hope and believe that it was before I became a TI. Um, that I noticed that one day my my tongue was very dark color, I mean, like really dark, and it scared me. And I brought it up with somebody that I worked with, and she said, you're probably eating too much beef. And I was eating a lot of beef at the time, 
And sure enough, and I always, I got in the habit years ago, I read Dear Abby, um, and I've been brushing my tongue after I brush my teeth because I know about the bad breath too and the gingivitis can um, also contribute. But anywho, um, I did stop eating so much beef, and sure enough, the darkness on my tongue went away. So, I mean, it could very well be the targeting. I don't know. That doesn't happen to me, but it's possible that your body is detoxing uh, from whatever you may be ingesting, that, you know, you, you might have a sensitivity or an allergic or something going on with your gut, and it's a way of your body to detox, and it just comes out that way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I wanted to ask a question. Um, I've been heavily, heavily targeted, um, and unfortunately I live alone. And they, they saw me coming before I came into my apartment. And my, my electronics have had gone through more problems than Carter uh, has pills. And my computer is constantly targeted, it has been for years. And I know it's been going on since 2006, and I'm wondering if it's actually been going on um, since I had a surgery in 97, but, and I, I'm afraid to think that it's been going on longer than that. But anywho, I had a question with regard, and they, they're into my heating system, and um, I heard, I've heard people talk about the gas. Um, now, can they put some kind of gas through the heating ducts that it's pushing out with the heat that I put on in my home? Can you folks hear me? Yeah, but I never had anything like that happen that I'm aware of to me, or I haven't heard anybody talk about that. I've had it. Maybe about it, maybe someone will. I've had it. You've had the I've gas? Well, it smells, it's a very, very bad smell, and um, I know Alice has had a bunch of stuff sprayed on her front door and front windows, and I had something. Oh, okay. I'm wondering, is there anything that comes through the heating system? You know, easily they could smear that stuff on your um, filter and just slide it on your filter, and so I'd pull the filter out and check that right away. Oh, you should yeah. be changing your filter frequently with all this garbage in the air if you're using your heater I, anyway. I do. I do. And um, the ducts haven't been cleaned out in some time, and they're going to do that, or they're going to attempt to do that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention about the coated tongue. The coated tongue can be a sign of a systemic yeast infection. It's uh, what's called thrush uh, in children, a thrush throat or whatever that is. And it's basically a candida yeast that's um, usually you'll smell it on yourself. If it is systemic, it'll be coming out of your pores and it smells like Campbell's soup, kind of a strange smell that's not normal, a food-like smell. Anyway, and your whole body will permeate and your tongue will be coated and your feet will itch and everything else will itch. Chances are it is some kind of yeast infection, and the or, organic oregano oil um, that they sell at all the health food stores, two drops of that in a glass of water, and you have to drink it, or juice, and drink it one time 
and then two weeks later, all of the candida will come out of your organs and go back into your bloodstream. So you take it a second time two weeks later when you start getting symptoms again, and that should pretty much do it. Instead of taking any of the dichloracan or the stuff, pharmaceutical stuff that doesn't work against this, the oregano oil is works definitely, but it does take about two doses, and it tastes horrible. Two drops in a glass of juice should do it. It's really, really, really potent stuff, and it tastes like turpentine, but it it cleans this uh, a lot of the junk out of our bodies as well as the candida, which I believe has been bioengineered and put to the chemtrail, and that's why so many people are getting it. It makes us susceptible to cancer, so it's a good idea to get rid of it. Right, right. This is all making a lot of sense based on... Um, yeah, I've heard of thrush before. I just didn't know what the symptoms were. Um, well, do you know what? And I've taken oil of oregano before. I've got um, something going on in my gut. I don't know if it's candida. I've been tested for candida in the past, and I did have it once, and I did a, um, a cleanse, and it helped tremendously. And then I followed it with the colon cleanse, taking my time, of course, you know, not putting too much... Um, uh, stress on my body and, you know, taking a break and then doing the colon core, colon flush. And boy, did I, I just felt tremendously better. Well, that's um, good. What I'm right now, this was years ago, and I'm older now, and unfortunately my diet, I just, I'm addicted to sugar. And I just got off, like, two months of just ice cream and all the wrong foods. Do you know if oil of oregano would, would help with that? Yes. Or am I better off you know, doing like coffee enemas? And... A candida yeast feeds off of sugar. So the more sugar you eat, the more likely it is you'll get that kind of infection that can become systemic very easily and be a problem. So, yeah, taking a couple drops of that oil and juice once every three or four months isn't a bad idea. I think it also cleans out some nano junk from our bodies and blood cream because I felt, felt I had nano, a lot. You mean, you mean the, the, you uh, stuff, the implants? What was the name of the protocol that you used for the cleanse? Oh, I just did, uh, this was years ago, I did, you know, Rainbow was the brand. I did a Rainbow uh, Candida cleanse. Uh, but I'm not the same gal that asked you about the thrush. My name is Ann. Um, I provided the input um, for her because I had a feeling that, you know, it might not be related to, well, it could be. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, but my I've since developed some other issues with, with age and eating the wrong foods. And I can't help wonder if they've somehow um, targeted me now, thank God I gave up smoking cigarettes. I mean, that took forever, but thank God. But I think they've targeted my sugar cravings. And, boy, I mean, I've just got to be really careful. And the last time I tested, I did not have candida. But my question was with regard to oil of candida uh, or oil of oregano, am I um, – I don't want to waste my money or my time or my energy doing the oil of oregano when – what I probably really need to do is get down and do some coffee enemas and, um, you know, do a do a gut cleanse with some maybe uh, some baking soda, you know, lightly. And um, well, I don't think the oil of oregano doesn't cost very much. It's 
you know, maybe at the most $12 for a couple ounce bottle, and it'll last you forever. Well, I'm wondering about the efficacy of it, though. I mean, oh my what I say, rid of the candida overnight. But but no, the thing, see, again, ma'am, I, I don't know what your name is. What is your name? I'm Karen. I'm the moderator on Tuesdays and Thursdays. On oh, another. Karen, I haven't, I haven't yet, I'm so glad to know it's you. I haven't yet participated in a Tuesday or Thursday evening. Um, well, you're welcome anytime. We're, they were hanging out there. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering about the efficacy of the oil. I don't know if I have candida or not. I definitely got infections. I have a um, it is compromised tax, immune system. So I'm wondering, tax you know, I don't want to put a Band-Aid on something there where I actually need a little bit of in it. It is like bacteria, viruses, fungi, mold, spores, all the stuff that's in the chemtrails. It attacks. It attacks right. all things in your blood that shouldn't be there, and I don't know why or how it does that, but these herbs, I've used it several times, and I feel great afterwards, and the candida is gone, but then two weeks later from your blood, two weeks later it'll come out of the organs where it's been hiding, and you have to take a second dose. So you take two doses, and you're, if it is candida, it should be gone. But it also attacks other bacteria, viruses, mold, fungi, spores, all the okay. stuff Air so today. it would not be inappropriate. Um, it would actually be effective. Um, so oil, oregano, and uh, Karen, what was the dosage? Was it just two drops or like two drops? Two drops in as much juice as you want to put it in and just swig it down. It tastes horrible. It tastes like turpentine. It burns your yeah, lips. Yeah, I remember I took it once before, but I'm, I'm sorry, my phone is cutting out. This is what happens when I start to get intuitive information. Uh, is it two drops daily in six ounces of water? No, no, no. You just have to do it one time, and then you have to do it two weeks later, one time. So you okay. only have to um, what was the volume of the oil of oregano that I do one time? Yeah, two drops in one glass of juice, one time. And then two weeks later, do it one more time. Let's get him. It's that effective? Yes, it's really, really, really potent stuff, and I swear to God, it works really well. I, really? I, I just, I don't mean to sound so, but I'm completely blown away here that it's that when you, If you put it in water, when you go to do it, gargle with it and swish it around, tilt your head back and swish it back and forth in your sinuses because you have a lot of nanotech hiding and living up there. And it's a right. good idea to swish it around and then swallow it. Two drops, wait two weeks and then do it again. Yeah, you just do it the one time and then wait two weeks because everything will be coming out of your organs, going into the blood, and then you take it that time, and you should be pretty much free of it. If it occurs again, it'll be two months later, and you just repeat it. But it should, it, I've only had to repeat it the one time, and I gave it to my mom, and I only had to repeat it one time with her. And it's been 10 months. It, it, it continues to be effective even 10 months later. Well, and you have to avoid and, the sweet, the sugar. And Karen, what if you knew that somebody? I definitely have a leaky gut. Um, there's no doubt about it. And um, you know, I, I was looking at the GAPS diet, and it's just too much for me. I mean, I would need a buddy. I would probably need a couple of buddies to be able to to take on doing the GAPS diet. So I'm not able to do that. And as much as I'd like to do the the paleo diet, um, geez, you know, I just don't know if I can. Um, but, you know, barring that, um, 
would you think with somebody with leaky gut um, that the oil of oregano by in and of itself would be effective? Or because I'm no, to do no, the um, oil of oregano isn't part of your diet. It's only a treatment you do twice in your life, probably. You probably only have to use it twice in your whole life, period. And you can hang on to the bottle in case it comes back a couple of years later. It's a one-ounce bottle. Six to eight dollars for a one-ounce bottle. It'll last you forever. You're only going to use it probably twice. You're going to use four drops out of the whole bottle probably. Well, and I use a heck of a lot more than that, and I've still got problems. So I'm thinking um, I've got something a little bit more. I'm up. So get some sleep. Okay. Now, do you um, do you actually uh, feel familiar with a website called Earth Clinic? And no, I've never Can't heard of her. Okay. Thank you very much, Karen. This is Anne in California. You're welcome, Anne. I only know these things because I have a very smart friend who figured all this out. Two very smart friends that told me lots of stuff that helped. I'm sorry, was that noise coming from my speaker? Is that better now? Hello? Yeah, it's definitely better. Okay, it was my speaker making all that in the background. But it's still going on. <laughs> well, that was me doing that just now with my mouth. I was making the noise. Oh, no, it's still going on in the background. Yeah. Not as loud, though. Did they figure out um, who the New York person was, the name of the person that called in? They probably didn't give their real name. I, I didn't um, come in until like 730, and then I dove off, and I came back on just briefly to talk to you guys. Oh, so, Karen, are you on, the, uh, are you on Pacific Standard Time? Yeah. Oh, me too. So, yeah, well, so we're at what, uh, my calls at Tuesday, Thursday, same time. What state are you in? Oh, I'm in California. Oh, are you in southern, northern, central? Central coast. Oh, okay. I'm in Where northern. Northern. You have a lot of people up there, don't you? A lot of TIs? Um... I don't know, but I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised one bit. Um, I think my neighbor might be one. Um, I'm living in an apartment complex. The first time I've lived in a large apartment complex. And, um, yeah, one of the times when my computer went out, just at the time when I needed it most, of course, I talked to the property manager and asked... um, how to get connected to the network. And she said, I would just talk with um, neighbors and see who else would be willing to let you sign on. And I went from door to door to door, and I one guy in particular said, you know, he was amenable to helping me, and he came over to my place, and, and he, was, he wasn't able to help me, but he was, you know, nice enough to, to see if he could. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, most two months later. Password. Most people two have passwords. I noticed. My point is, I'm sorry to make such a long story out of it, 
But my point is, is um, I noticed that he has cameras going towards his door, and then he has um, he has these other devices, and and I was like, wow. Um, and I had heard that people do that that are that are TIs to see who's coming and going, and uh, I had a note on my door when I came home one day. It didn't have the name right. It didn't have my name right. He, he had my name wrong, but he wanted information with regard. He said, I'm the person that helped you, da-da-da-da-da. Um, I'm in this unit, and he wanted information about uh, something pertinent to the apartment complex. And I just, you know, my intuition said, leave this alone. Um, and I wondered, the note might have been a perp um, that's on my grounds, but not him. Because I think he might be um, a TI, this guy that helped me out. But, um, yeah, I trusted the wrong person. I, I trusted somebody that, uh, gosh, I just didn't, I wasn't aware of the, the cultural change. Uh, I'm new to to uh, the area, and I was so surprised at so much crime and drugs and um I, I still didn't think that the person that I trusted that moved me would um, would stoop to such, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. I mean, I, I thought I had seen everything in another in another place that I had lived in another state. Um, but I think he connected with people on the ground because he knows the area, he's been here. And they somehow got into my home when I wasn't here, and they're, they're residents of the of the apartment complex. Like I know that they'll recruit a lot of Mexican people and um, other people. You know, there's, there's there's all kinds of like weird stuff going on since then. Oh, there's uh, so much fraud and taking advantage of people and overcharging people and um, just raping, pillaging, destroying, stealing. It's just going on. It's rampant right now. Well, yeah, well, some of it, some of it's the economy. I mean, I can't blame everything. No, it's the fact the that the corporate world owns everything, including the police. Huh. Yeah, the, yeah. Police came nope. on TV after they announced the results of the trial, the Ferguson trial. He came on and made the statement to on the TV machine that the police are the, his exact words, missionaries of the corporate world. What does that tell you? The well, police are the well, missionaries of the corporate me. world. Yeah. It means they don't work for us. They work for the corporate world. The well, they are in a sense, yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from. I couldn't and believe that I made a police commissioner would come on the TV machine and make a statement like that. I mean... How could he be speaking for the whole country like that? That's just absurd. That just basically says we seem to be a corporate fascist state is what he's basically saying, that the police work for the corporate I don't want to get into a philosophical thing here and take valuable time from other people that want to talk, but, I mean, it's not the people don't run the country. Corporations run the country. Unfortunately, you know, our health care system and, and um, the police and, yeah, you know, it's it's way the capitalism was built. I mean, what was it, Thomas Jefferson? What did he say about um, governments? 
be very be very um, leery about your government. I mean, that, then that was two hundred more than two hundred years ago. So uh, no, no, I take that back. No, that was like two hundred years ago, and uh, yeah, I mean, and boy, does it hold true now. And I mean, it's it's all happened, and it's been progressively happened since the sixties. It is what it is what it is. I mean, I I finally let go of all that stuff because I'm so I'm so patriotic. I love my country so much, uh, you know, and, and uh, I couldn't believe that my country had fallen victim. But anyway, I, I don't want to talk about that. I'd rather talk about uh, TI and uh, what we can do to help ourselves. Um. I think we need to listen to maybe. Have you heard Darlene Miles talk? Darlene, isn't David Darlene? Darlene, Darlene Miles. She's a um, ITI, I guess, who is pretty knowledgeable and has won a civil case against a subcontractor aiming this garbage at her and is now going for a criminal and um, has lots of information on some documents that would help all of us. And it's going to be on my call on Thursday, one three zero two eight eight. Wait, wait, wait! I got to get my um, I got to get my notebook and write this down. I didn't. Yeah, you know. I didn't expect to find you on here. Hang on a second, if you would. Yeah. Um, Karen, I got to make sure I get the right notebook so I can find it when I need it. Oh boy. I think we need a better network of friends that are TIs. I can't really tell anybody, you know, I try to and and they just can't grasp it. All righty. Okay, you said uh, Darlene, was that D as in David, A-R-L-E-N-E, or differently than that? Hello? Yeah, I'm going to mess with my phone. Uh, I think I heard Wiles, um, but I don't know if I got the name. Can you hear me now? Hello, is anybody there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Is this still Karen? No, this is Sally Ann. Uh, uh, I want to hear more about this chemical warfare that they're using on us. Um, Karen I, was just talking. I think, um, I think is Karen still there? Karen? Karen, yeah. I don't Karen, know. Were you, the, 
I don't know what's going on, but it's been it's been like somebody they getting I think they getting knocked off the phone. Oh, so is it just you and I that's on the line that we know of anyway? Yeah. And I'm sorry. What is your name? Sally Ann. What's your name? You're Sally Ann. My name is Ann. Oh, Ann. Yeah. What state are you from? California. Oh, California. How about you, Sally Ann? Massachusetts. Oh. Oh, ladies, uh, there's 47 people on the call. Wow. Yeah. Anybody from Minnesota? I need some PI friends from Minnesota. Doesn't sound like there's anyone from Minnesota. Yeah. So, Sally Ann, we're part of Massachusetts. People. Uh, I'm on the South Shore. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking for the South Shore Music Circus. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm from Massachusetts originally. Yeah. Okay, Todd. Do mm. they do anything about Route Six? Are they widen that, or could they? I haven't been down there. Yeah. I haven't been down there. Um, <laughs> My brother's I, on the I believe they were doing work on it years ago. I don't know what happened. I think they did. Um, actually, it was Route Three that they uh, expanded on a little bit because that's when you get the bottleneck. Mhm. The Bourne Bridge. I, it's been a while since I've been there. I'm trying to remember, Man of Matt. I vacationed in Man of Matt when I was gosh, it was like fourteen years old. Whatever, whatever year. Um, yeah, uh, it was a long time ago. The point we had fun, they had bonfires on Manomet Beach. Uh, it was like the 4th of July. That's nice. Yeah, my old boss, he, he retired. Where did he go? Falmouth? Falmouth or Plymouth? I think it's Falmouth. Yeah, he, he used to live in Sudbury, and um, he morphed into... Uh, a different profession, and uh, worked in the back bay of Boston, and then he moved to uh, moved to the Cape. You know, I I've been thinking about it a lot. I still miss the uh, something about it, the rusticity or people or uh, charm, I guess. Um, I think it's um, overrated. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but when I, I left there, oh my God, I, I guess the, um, yeah, you know you know what they say, it's kind of like the grass is always greener, you know, you have to leave to really miss it, um, but I, I mean, I, I, left, I left the area because, you know, the muggy buggies in the summer and the, um, and the bone chilling cold, I mean, it was, it was just so much. Yeah, but I understand we just had an awful, awful um, 
winter, so my heart goes out to you. That's yeah, having an awful winter. It snows every other day. We've got about four feet of snow built up. The streets are a mess. I mean... Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember because in 95, 96, I was living on Route 9. <laughs> I was living, like, right on Route 9. And me and my roommate, we would shovel the the, the, the walkway. And, my God, you know, a truck would come by, a plow would come by, and we'd have to do it all over again. And they got over 100 inches that year, the, the winter of 95, 96. And that's been a record, I guess, until three days ago that it just topped it or it's coming real close. Like, I think I heard on the radio, uh, Boston has gotten 107 inches. Uh, not all at once, but yeah, we've no, gotten I'm sure we've gotten more than Alaska. More yeah, snow. And, and a lot of it has been in January, and it was like, holy moly. Um, so March is here, and it, it, it will warm up, and it's probably going to be a really nice spring for you. When I moved to California, I missed um, the seasons. I, I, I mean, it's like, what happened in the spring? It was just a blip in fall, too. It, 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 was, it was just really odd. But um, I guess that's one of the things I really missed right away was the seasons. And um, I missed Walden Pond. You know, I, I lived close enough where, I mean, that was our swimming hole. That's where we went. And... Uh, yeah, just things like that, and sitting down and having some steam clams and a lobster. Not that I did it very often, but and I was never a beach person, but I haven't seen the ocean in a long time. Uh, be nice to. You live in California, and you haven't seen the ocean. Um, I don't live near the coast. Oh. Yeah, and I yeah. didn't move from. I didn't move from Mass. I moved from um, the middle of the country. So, yeah. Anywho, Do you want to hear about the chemicals, the chemical warfare that these people are using on us? Uh, are you talking about the chemtrail from the from the planes? Um. I'm talking about them coming in the house and maybe spreading stuff around. Coming in the house and what? Spreading chemicals around the house. No, I haven't heard that. I've heard um, chemtrails from the planes. Yeah, well, that's that's been going on for years. Yeah, yeah. That Mongola, have you seen that Mongola? Um, it's on a website called skizit.biz. No, I, I don't know anything about it. Sally, how long have you been a TI? I don't really know. I just found out I was in, like, December, January. How? I don't know. How do you know that you are? Because I'm sensitive to the sound, you know, I know I'm getting hit with something. 
How did you discover these calls? How did I discover this? Uh-huh. I, I went to YouTube and I searched gang stalking because I have been stalked. And um, the first um, section I looked at, John Hall was talking. And he was talking about everything that was going on with me. And so he he said to go to the website, FFCHS. So um, I went there and um, I went into shock. I actually, like, I couldn't believe the stuff that was on that website, you know. But I've basically been stalked and harassed. Um, um, I had someone coming in my house when I was sleeping and cutting me. Cutting you? You mean like yeah. waking you up and finding somebody on next to you cutting you? Well, I was sleeping. Did you wake up? No. Did you woke up with cuts or something? I woke up with cuts. Um, first time was on my left foot. Next time was on my nose. Um, they cut my legs. They cut my arm. Cut my foot, other foot. Cut my nose again. I think they use laser because it, it's like a, it's like just maybe Kellyanne, do you live alone? Again. Kellyanne, do you live alone? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, oh, I'm telling you, they can get surgery? you They can get you lost. Tell him, have you had surgery? Yep. Uh huh. When was the last time you had surgery? Five weeks ago, I had my back operated on. Uh huh. And, and then before that? Oh, years ago, 1979, I um, had an ovary removed. Uh, was it benign or malignant? Uh, hello. Your, your ovary was it? Um, was it because the the cyst encapsulated the ovary? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Well, but I still had two kids after that. They Hello. say um, when you lose one ovary, the other ovary takes over both cycle, all the cycles. Uh-huh. You know how the cycle... It's either one ovary, and then the next next month it's the other ovary. And um, my my remaining ovary just took over all the cycles. I didn't know that. Uh, do you have a lot of low thyroid symptoms? No. Okay. Do you know what low thyroid symptoms are? No. Oh, okay. Well, how would you know? 
Um, Your neck area. Thyroid. Oh, a lot of functions. Anyway, um, look, look and see. Um, search on website the symptoms of low thyroid or hypothyroidism. H Y P O, not H Y P E R. That would be high thyroid. But look at low thyroid and see if you have any um, symptoms. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yeah, I mean, just out of curiosity, we have... um, You mean from losing an ovary, I couldn't have thyroid problems? Well, I mean, that's just one thing. Um, But, I mean, if you just noticed... Did you have any issues um, prior to, say, um, the surgery that you had five weeks ago? You said you had back surgery five weeks ago. So five yeah. weeks ago is, is January. I have where in between the discs, there's... No, I mean, prior um, to that, Sally Ann, prior to the back surgery you had five weeks ago, did you have any targeting um, symptoms? I don't. I'm sorry if I confuse you. Oh yeah, I I I was being targeted back then. Back when? Um, I don't know. Like I just found out in December. Just found out in December. Actually going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty might stuff, isn't it? Yeah. You think I might have an implant? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not going to say yes or no because I, I don't know. People but, feel um, those things in their body. Like if something's in there, couldn't I feel it? Not necessarily. No. Unless they want you to feel it. Um it can it can be dormant. Uh, so I would definitely hook up with uh, some people that you know that you know for sure are also fellow TIs that are not perks themselves, making you believe that um, or trying to make you believe that they are a TI. And because there are people that are probably on this call right now that are perps, they're perpetrators. I know. Yeah. I know, and I was very suspicious of uh, someone who was talking a little while ago. Very suspicious of someone that might be a perk that was on the line. Why is that? What did they Um, say were doing? Was it a male or female or what state were they from? Oh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I don't want to say, but, um, huh? Go ahead. Um, but you know, Joe said that this call was supposed to be on chemicals and we've really gotten sidetracked off of that. We really have, haven't we? Um, I guess I've been waiting for somebody to interrupt and talk about, um, other stuff, but nobody's interrupted. Joe, uh, said something. Ten minutes ago, that about forty-seven people were on the call. Yeah, but where but, is he? 
is he still on the call or is it just you and I talking? I, you know, I don't know that unless he speaks up or somebody else does. Yes, I'm, I'm still here. Oh, you still there? Yes. Good. We, we've had about probably six people drop off the call. Uh, the rest is still here. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't mean to steal the floor. Um, I guess I just got tickled pink talking to somebody else from Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, well, Kellyanne, I wish you um, God, you know, I, I, if things go as smooth as they can with both your back surgery and um, getting over well, the... You know what? I thought about the, it. I thought yeah. about it. I thought about it. What's the difference? What's the difference? You know? What do you mean? What's the difference between what? If I have one or not. What's the difference? You know? I mean, what what does an implant do? I'm sorry. Can you still hear me? Oh, that was that was you. Okay, I'm trying to find uh, the noise. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, Sally, and my phone—they've come into my phone and they're muting it and unmuting it. So, um, anyway, um, what's the difference between? I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? Well, when you have an implant, right? What is the purpose of that implant? It's to learn about you and to torture you and to oh, find. Really? Yeah, and oh. it's that's what it is. It's a directed. Well, I think there are other things called directed energy weapons, but it's a form of torture. Oh, it is. is there. It's exploratory, it's experiential, it's um, it's learning your body, basically. Every body, and I mean that not like everybody, but every body is unique. And, of course, medical science will tell, will try to, at least Western medicine, will try to put it all in one lump sum. But every body is unique. Everybody has different sensitivities and different needs, nutritional needs, and all different kinds of stuff. Um, and they know that. They, they they know that full well. And this technology goes in there and explores that individual. And they, it's torture, basically. And the less you react, the healthier you keep yourself, the better you are. And the less you react, the better you are. But that's how they operate. They will, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain or... Um, you know, what have you, they're watching you, so to speak. They're listening to you, watching you, and they will uh, find how you react. And if you react in a way that causes you more stress or strain or injury, you can get to dollars to donuts. They're going to, you know, they're going to hop on that. And that's their that's their MO. They're low-down, dirty, rotten I mean, they're not even human, Sally Ann. No, I know that. I know that. They're not human. I swear they're all demon-possessed. I really do. I think think they're all like, they're all, I mean, I've met people who are demon-possessed, all right? And these people, they have no remorse. And demon-possessed people have no remorse. And they do try to destroy lives. 
Yeah, they're psychopaths for sure. I mean, my oh, therapist told me. Well, psychopaths are something else. They're worse, though. Yeah, they're worse than psychopaths. Yeah, a sociopath is worse than a psychopath, depending on what kind of um, weapon they, they have. A psychopath um, is, is, is different, I believe. Anyway, um, I know that there are dangerous people walking this this planet, but I didn't know that they were this low. I really didn't. I was like, oh my God. And it it just astounds me, and I don't like to think about it too much. I'd rather focus on the positive. Yeah. What we can do to keep ourselves healthy and um, get with other buddies that are in the same predicament, because I did find out that, that nobody can understand as well. No, Nobody can truly understand unless they themselves are a TI. Because I tell you, if somebody told me this 10 years ago, 15 years ago, right. I might think they're a little, they're, you know, the cheese fell off the cracker. Um, yeah, you know, you know what I say? I'm living a science fiction nightmare. <laughs> this is really out there. It's really out there. It's happening to you, and it's a very serious. Um, it's 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 an atrocity. It's it's not a light matter. It's not anything that we uh, ought to laugh at, because it, it may you know after you, you're targeted for so long, they'll get you. It'll it'll get to you, and you'll start to believe whether you're conscious of it or not that you did something to deserve this. And you didn't, Sally Ann. Really? Nobody, nobody deserves targeting, no matter what. Unless, you know, people like themselves, I don't know, people that were low enough to stoop to participate in experiments like that. I mean, to me, they're like Hitler's, you know? Maybe they would deserve some kind of, no, not even them. They ought to just be taken out. Pardon my opinion. How can we take them out? They've got these. No, I, I'm just talking philosophically. Weapons. Do you know they put three satellite dishes out behind my my place, about a hundred hundred feet away from my uh, back window? Wow. I mean, I'm really thrilled about that, right? I wouldn't either because satellite um, is not healthy for you. Right. Anyway, um, I've got a. Gotta wash some dishes here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on mute and um wish you the best. I'm sure Joe or somebody else will be happy to to help you. He he knows a lot more than I do. And um Karen, I'm I'm I don't know what happened with with her. Maybe they dropped the call. Dropped her call. People get dropped all the time, yeah. Some some people they have to call in every ten minutes that they're on the call because they I don't know if the, if if it's their phone system or if it's because they've been hacked to that point to where they're being just devious with them and cutting their phone off. I really don't know the answer to it. Uh, I I go on a landline myself and I never get dropped and you know I'm there from start to end. You know what happens to me on every call. 
145, they cut me off. Yeah, that's what they do to me at not like right before I get on the line. They, they, and I have to keep pressing about three or four times before I get through. <laughs> I was looking up that low thyroid, and it's uh, basically uh, uh, all all of the women that are being attacked by the satellite or cell phone towers, and including carrying your cell phone in your breast or in your pocket that you'll get radiation, and that's a, a thyroid disorder a dose of radiation. Really? It was, yeah. Well, what's the symptoms of having a low thyroid? Uh, some, some causes, or I mean, symptoms. What are the causes of low thyroid? Okay, Not some, the causes, the symptoms. Some, some how, causes. How, how, do I, how do I, does a person... With a low thyroid feel, do they feel like lethargic all the time? Yes. Can you hear me, Kellyanne? Yes, yes. Yeah, sure. You would have low energy, um, brain fog, very much the symptoms that uh, go along with um, being targeted that can have a cumulative effect. But um, there was a doctor... You go on the go on the computer if you have access to a computer or get to the library and look up uh, hypothyroidism um, and find out if you have you know uh, let's see what's what's her name oh. I don't just fell out of my head is an expert and she actually has hypothyroidism and she's she's known as the um, the one of the experts that actually have it and she's mm-hmm. an author. Uh, she wrote a book called Living Well with Hypothyroidism. Mary Showman. Mary Showman. Yeah, S-H-O-M. And I don't know if it's M-O-N, S-H-O-M-A-N, or O-N. O-N. And she has a book called Living Well with Hypothyroidism. But first see if you actually have the symptoms. Um, there's a lot of literature out there because uh, the pioneer was a doctor by the name of Broder Barnes. Uh, and he wrote a book in 1974. Uh, he was doing his thesis for his PhD. He was going to be a different kind of doctor. And his, um, his director, his book, if you will, gave him the subject of the thyroid. And he started researching the thyroid, like in the probably the 60s. I don't, I don't, it was a long time ago. And he, at that time, at the time the book was written, 74, 75, he um, said that 40% of the population, he guesstimated, and his guesses are like Fox, um, that 40% of the population had hypothyroidism. Hmm. That, that was a long time ago. And, you know, of course, all the medical community hush-hushed him, um, you know, because, I mean, they, they just took his information and, well, I don't want to go there. But um, so then, then these other, other people came up, you know, Mary Shulman, and there's, there's a whole bunch of people. There's another doctor, um, and I can spell his name for you. He's got a, um, he's a really smart guy. His name is Datus, D-A-T is in Tom, I-S, 
last name is Kazarian, K-H-A-R-R-A-Z-I-A-N. R-R-A-Z? R-R-A-Z-I-A-N. And his book is called Why Do I Still Have um, Thyroid Symptoms? But the the first book I would get, first, first and foremost, find out if you have, you know, many of the symptoms. Okay? You know, like... A, a lot of them, low energy, constipation, brain fog. Um, lot oh, yeah, I have with, all of that. A lot of people with low thyroid have depression. Um, anxiety often goes along with that. Um, but, I mean, you can have depression and anxiety and not have hypothyroidism. So you don't want to – This is it's a real tricky area, the thyroid. But I it's, can be tested for that, right? Yeah. If you're going to do any kind of testing, make sure you do saliva testing, not blood testing. Because it doesn't often it often doesn't show up on blood testing, um, and that would be uh, a laboratory that that does that. But why do you think she has thyroid? She didn't say she had any. Did she ever been tested for? It? Again, my first thing is make see if you have the symptoms. If you 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 could go to a regular doctor and they'll do a blood test and they say you're not hypothyroid. Doesn't mean a blood test can't get into the cells. Okay, you got to you read take the a TSH. You go have a TSH, a T3 and a T4, and that tells you whether or not you have thyroid problems. It's, no, not, it's necessarily. not necessarily. Um, what you want to do is look up the symptomology. See if you have a lot of it. And if yeah. you do, there's but you a know book what? out there. Wait a minute. Let me just get this out, and then I'm going to then I'm gonna stop. There's a book out there by Rhoda Barnes, um, The Silent, heck is it? The Undiagnosed Illness. Something like that. The Undiagnosed. My, my books are still in my box. <laughs> But I believe that's the title of it, The Undiagnosed Illness. And, you know, you can probably get it at, um, I don't know if you can get it from Amazon or, or, or what, but that is that was like the big book that was written in 74. And everybody else followed suit. Mm. But, again, it, but now, you know, I think with the, um, you know, what they have these these people that are targeting these perps, you know, are mimicking thyroid issues, particularly low thyroid. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them at all. Mm, I I think that a lot of the symptoms from this these attacks. Um, line up with the uh, symptoms for hypothyroidism. I think they line up with it. Because you, know, um, you know how on the website, it actually, some of those symptoms are listed. On like, website? Always being tired and... Um, what website are you on, Sally Ann? F-F-C-H-S. Yeah. Um, right. So, I mean, you may 
be suffering from hypothyroidism. You may be a target. You may be both. Yeah. But, um, I'm just trying to help you, give you some information so that you have as much as you can to make a wise choice. And it's not something you're going to make overnight. I mean, you need to educate yourself, and that takes time. And these are the best people I know with regard to um, thyroid. Another another doctor out there is Shames, S-H-A-M-E-S, and I believe his wife, Carol Lee. Um, and he may have very well run the lab, ZRT, that does the saliva testing. Um, I mean, I can't Ooh, go to my regular. Good I can't go to my regular doctor and ask her to do a saliva test. Well, I don't know. It depends on your regular doctor. I mean, I went to um, umpteen doctors, and um, they just kept doing blood tests. And now I go to a doctor that does, um, you know, and they were prescribing these medications with with very very high dose. And finally, I went to a, a lady, and she said, "You're taking way too much of this." And um, she cut my dosage way down. And it's because it doesn't show up inside the cell. And it was blood tests that they were doing. So, blood tests are not accurate. And and it's I'm right. Lab, lab, labs, laboratory is big business in America. Okay, it's like. And I want to get into this again, but, you know, if you follow the money, that's, you know, it's when the SHIT starts to stink even more. So, um, well, you know, a couple of years ago, I wasn't feeling well. And um, I kept telling my primary care, I don't feel well. And he did blood tests. There's nothing wrong with you. Everything's okay. And then my therapist referred me to this man who was um um the the um top in um the top man for um infectious diseases and I went to him and he did all kinds of blood work on me. I had the um disease you get from kitty litter which oh. Which behaves uh, like mononucleosis. Uh huh. I hello. Yeah, Sally Ann, how old are you? Give me a ball hawk. You don't have to say specifically, I'm but 60. within I'm five 60. years. I'm sixty. Uh, okay. And you started feeling lethargic how long ago? Well, he found he found a lot of things that were wrong with me. I had low glucose. Um, I had I had um, that disease you get from kitty litter. I had low vitamin D. I had low B12. And, um, you know, he did like a series of tests on me. I mean, it was like $6,000 worth of lab tests. Yeah. Well, you could very well... Um you know, it, you could be your cells in your body just might be starving, um, which would also create your cell anemia, any any number of things. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a medical doctor. I, 
that out there. Well, I'll tell you something. I don't eat well lately. I do not eat well lately. I haven't been eating a lot. Um, I'm doing a little better the past couple of days, but I mean, I had no desire to eat. You lost your appetite. Have you ever had depression? What? Have you ever had depression? I've had anxiety, which goes along with depression. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, appetite, you know, with somebody suffering from depression, their appetite. Well, you know, you know what it is, and Mhm. And you know what it is? I I found out I was a TI. I started looking online at all these things that happened to people and I got upset. I I was in shock. I'm yep. just starting to accept things because um this is a very um serious situation and it's not believable <coughs> and it's it's absolutely atrocious what these people do to other human beings it's just it's it's out of control they are out of control they don't have well, they, any control yeah i know it's, whatever it's, shocking. It's, it's beyond shocking sally and but you're you're very fortunate in that you're trying to accept it and for somebody that just found out in December, yeah, I mean, you went through the shock, you're go, getting through the anger, and you're turning towards acceptance. And the faster you accept it, if, if you are indeed being targeted, I mean, you do have to find out for sure. Um, no, I know I am, because I'm stalked like crazy. I have hundreds of people stalking me. <coughs> I go up the highway to visit somebody. There's like at least 100 cars. And some of them will turn off and other ones will turn on. You know, they 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 come from all over. They come from every town. Man. They come from every well, single town. And there's so many of them, and it's like they follow me into stores. Um, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I get you. Well, her cell phone at my brain stem the other day. She followed me in there, spooling around with her cell phone. Of course, I had my back to her, you know. Mm-hmm. Her face turned beet red, though. She was an older woman. So I yeah. think... That, well, you, she uh, again, again Shannon, the best thing you can do is get some phone numbers of some folks that are willing to give it to you and talk with them outside of these calls and, and get educated, you know, look, participate in more calls and ask questions and learn how to protect yourself because you deserve to be protected. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to be... Well, you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe the hat I made, right? Well, I tell you, I, I'm gonna. I have to get a question answered, and I want to give the floor back to Joe and whoever else wants to talk. But I want to put a question out there to Joe um, with regard to cell phones. Am I better off with a non-smartphone 
Am I better off without a cell phone altogether? What are the degrees of targeting? Does that increase, Joe, with um, smartphone? Am I going to get more targeted with my smartphone than a non-smart cellular phone, or is it the same? Uh, it's probably uh, pretty close to the same, all phones, although I would have a tendency to think that the older cell phones would uh, uh, put out less because the smartphones and all, you know, they're they're higher. They're made to reach further, uh, do more things. So you, you would have more going in and coming out. See, the th- your phone's constantly sending out a signal to a tower or anywhere close that'll pick up the signal to keep your data flowing. So you're, you're, that thing is constantly pulsing. That's why I'm saying do not strap that cell phone to you because, and then if you do talk through a cell phone, think about getting a mic and, a, and earbuds that plug into your phone. That way you can set your phone down and uh, talk in your phone. Yeah, I always use it with um, speaker, but I know that... Uh, it's only a little bit better, you know, like a hair better. Uh, I've had a heck of a time with uh, communications. They, they, I mean, they've really come down hard on me. Um, and I, I mean, I need a phone, and I'm yeah. looking into, uh, you know, whether to get rid of the smartphone and go back to the regular phone, or just do away with cellular phone altogether. A phone. And, I would. I bought one. Uh, I would I would get one that don't have uh, uh, any kind of app or no Wi-Fi, just a phone that that dials and receives maybe receives text messages, but that's it. Yeah, that would be a non-smartphone, and I, I have one of those. Um, yeah. And I went back and forth between that and this smartphone, um, but. Uh, yeah, they, they, I've seen problem, a uh, that, article, you know, I can't think of the lady. Downgrade, you don't have as good reception issues. It's not like the old-fashioned landline um, we just had. had a, yeah, had a that's surf. the way I have it, landline. And then I have like an office uh, desk-type phone and with a speaker on it, and I use it that way. Is that voice over internet when you say an office desk type phone? Is that no? It's the kind of phone that you you uh, that you got a lot of buttons on it for line one, but is it line still, two, uh, line three. What I'm trying three. to understand, Joe, is it? It's okay. It's not voice over internet. I know that. Is it a landline or is it a cellular phone? No, it is voice over internet. It's through charter, uh, charter cable. Uh, oh, it is voice over internet. Okay. It's a landline. But you have to have a uh, a voiceover internet box in order to uh, whatever the box is for for the phone on my cable how line. Much, how much does that cost you? Uh, no, you know what? It doesn't internet for I, have, low I can't internet. go that route because I have VoIP and they they drop my call too much because they have control over the computer, so they um, drop my voiceover internet. Well, I'm not. I'm not uh, actually. I'm not uh, saying that's your experience. I'm saying Joe, that's my particular experience. So, 
Thank you very much. Okay. I'll give the floor back to um, somebody that needs some time. Hello. Hello, welcome. Oh, welcome back. Hello. Yes, welcome back. Oh, hey, this is April. I'm at work now. Okay, she's doing dishes. You forgot to mute. All right, we got 46 people right now. Uh, so the floor is open. Anybody that wants to talk, uh, you can talk about, you know, your uh, anything pressing in your life. If you have any issues you'd like to get out there or questions you need to ask, uh, there's quite a few people. Uh, to ask a question to. Got a couple of Virginias. Welcome, Virginias. What? Oh, I was just saying uh, welcome to the call. I, there was t- two Virginias, so I was kind of curious. I'll, just do a, I'll do a semi-roll call here. Uh, we got uh, South Central Florida, Northwest Kansas, Connecticut, South Carolina, Illinois, North New Jersey, South California, North Minnesota, Texas, East Virginia, East Texas, South California, Massachusetts, West Washington State, South and Southwest Virginia. There's quite a few Virginias I'm seeing. How many Virginias? South Carolina, We the People, North Georgia, California, North Central Texas, uh, Northeast California, West and Northeast Illinois, Chicago, New York, Southeast Colorado. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, We got, you know, people from all the states, it looks like. Anybody have any uh, dealings and they're targeting with chemical spraying? Me, I do. I'm being sprayed every day. I don't know where where they're coming from or what they are, but sometimes I'll get a headache. uh, I smell like a pesticide or something that smells like a chemical. don't know where it comes from. Yeah, the air, uh, I can't go out not one day this year or last year. 
uh, without seeing chemtrails. And I mean heavily, heavily blanketed up there. I was actually outside one day in my backyard talking to my brother. And it looked like a light rain. And it was chemtrails falling. It was a dust part, a power particle. It looked like metal shaving. You know, that sh they shined. It was heavy. It was like rain. But you really couldn't feel it. But you could see it. It didn't make you wet or nothing. It was dry. And I immediately ran in the house, and my brother laughed and said, what am I doing? I said, you can't see that? He said, yeah, what is it? I said, it's chemtrails, man. That's chemicals. They're spraying in the air. He said, oh, that's a bunch of bull. And I told him, it might be a bunch of bull, as you say. I said, but you can't deny what you're seeing. He said, well, that's just dust or something. But it wasn't. It was uh, it was chemtrails. And, it's uh, all over my car when I get up in the morning sometimes, and the car is covered. Yeah, I can't believe how he experienced it, and he was so ignorant to it still. You know, he just did not want to go that road. It had to be dust, he said. Pollen, they say it's pollen, even if it's not even spring. <laughs> <laughs> I had something weird happen uh, at my house in around 2007. It's when all this really started for me really bad. I think it's been going on since I was a teenager and I'm 61, but um, I started getting uh, really noticeable things happening in 2007. But uh, I was the only house. I had I was in a flight path, I guess, but um, unfortunately. And, uh, I had actually, it looked like twigs from a tree. It looks like they almost dropped down, and it was just on my house and my yard and, and my car. My car was loaded. It was covered. And it looked like um, seeds of some sort or uh, debris from a tree, and, and there was nothing that could have come from any trees. And it was just covered all over my porch and my sidewalks and my yard, and uh, I had to get a broom and sweep it all off. It was so bad, but it was nowhere else, nowhere else's yard, not even close to them. I thought it was very unusual, and that's when I started getting sick with sores. Well, well, I started having mold grow in my house like crazy, and this yellow gunk uh, growing in the closet where the um, heat vent was. And then I started having like bird lights falling from the ceiling, and um, so all kinds of weird stuff started happening all around the same time. Yeah, the uh, if they are spraying, which they are, and it falls down from the sky to the ground, you know, hits the trees. Houses covers everything. Grass, the rain comes. The rain washes it down the street and the curb to the storm drain, and the storm drain feeds into the drinking water. So um, you know. Well, I feel uh, like there's no way around adjusting it because it's in our foods. If they're if they're spraying it everywhere, they're spraying the crops, and and it's in our fruits and vegetables and. It's in the animals that we eat the meat, and it's just everywhere. You can't get away from it. It's not even in the clothes you buy from the store. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, I had heard, and I seen a, a video. I wish I could find it again. It was of them doing protest back in 79 about chemtrail spraying in 79. Mm -hmm. See, I don't think everyone's affected by it like I was. I had already had all these 
weird diseases that were brought on by the by the secret services, like like the chronic fatigue, chronic fatigue, Epstein Barr thyroid disease, um, uh, fibromyalgia, all, all these diseases that I got. Uh, I was sickly since the teenage years, and um, so my immune system was working really hard and <laughs> trying to stay healthy, and it wasn't doing a very good job because my son was on heroin, and I was dealing with uh, uh, that problem and it put a lot of stress on me that's why I having trouble on the job and so my immune system really got shot so I think that people that that are compromised with their immune system have a harder time and somebody else can be around you the same stuff and not get sick from it you know and so uh most people say well why am I getting not getting sick if you're getting you know if it affects you you don't have like well, so maybe I had an allergy to it, or maybe it's my immune system or something, you know? I hear my perpetrators on the phone. Well, they're here mostly every night. <laughs> they, yeah, uh, he can be obnoxious. Yeah, relentless, these ones. Yes. Yeah, well, I... I've got a name for this guy, Snot Face. <laughs> yeah, I, I told him, I said, it sounds like me, you're dying. You ought to get your life straight before you die, you know, because, uh, you know, it sounds like me ain't going to be around here much longer. He's always coughing. He called him Snot Face, so he's, he's got a, a cough. He's had a cough for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> I said maybe he'll catch the ammonia. Yeah, or Ebola, maybe we get Ebola. <laughs> well, you know the way I, you know the way I think. God will deal with him. That's well, right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe, he'll, get his life straight. maybe he'll get sick or something, you know. And God will deal with them, you know, because. <coughs> excuse yeah. me. Well, I still pray for a change of heart that they have a chance of, of making themselves right with God and and changing their ways, you know. Um, more power to him, you know. And, uh, yeah, I think if he caught the caught ammonia, he would probably die because he's too busy uh, mm-hmm. in us Talking and following and us and get, make yeah. our lives hell. That There's like no lifers. They don't have a um, life. I mean, it's like they wait, they sleeze behind, you know, down the road, and they're always, like, they're waiting for you to open the curtain or the door so they can just sleeze on by. It's like they're just so... Corrupt and no lifers. It's like they're just nothing. Or there's pawns and robots. They don't yeah, have a life. There's no the way they got time to the Live by the sword, die by the sword. And as you sow, so shall you reap. And you will reap later than you sow. And you will reap greater than you sow. So yeah, I, I was reading these um, are Ezekiel trouble. today, and it, it tells it like it's going to be, you know. This is all. <laughs> is there a People are in trouble. They don't know they're in trouble, but they are in trouble. They're in, they're in, no, they're in they don't realize it. water. They, they're they're in, just so eat up with it, they don't realize it, but they will one day. Hey, you know what? God is a just God, and he's a righteous God. And because he's righteous, he has to punish people, and he has to judge them. Because if he didn't, he didn't. I can understand his wrath. I I understand it perfectly. Um, You don't? 
You don't understand the wrath of God? Free people from consciousness. The wrath of God? Sure. I, I understand. I can understand his anger, yet most definitely. All the people they're killing and hurting, the innocent people and children and animals that they're they're torturing. Right. I understand it completely. They're they're hurting God's children, God's animals and and you know, I can understand God being angry. Yeah, of course. Of course. But you know, we're still in the age of grace. So these people still have a chance to change. Uh, and I hope they do change. I hope that they do. Uh, it's not that I wish, wish hell on them, but uh, if, if they don't change and go to hell, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I'm not either. I'm not either. But I, I just, I see their faces and it's something on their face. Every single one of them has this look on their face. They do. Um, it's almost like they're not even human. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. Well, you know, it's... Oh, it's, now um, it's what was that? Him sound like a snake, like like a uh, lizard sound? Sounded demonic. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, this this uh, with this technology, like Preston Nichols was saying, uh, he was in in on the Montauk project. He was not a kid, he was not a victim. He was a uh, a scientist that worked there, and he said that the in the seventies, late seventies, they developed the software to interface with the mind, and uh, the, the uh, you could put thoughts into the people's heads with this computer back at, back back then he said that they had already was working on the levels of the unconscious beyond the conscience said that there, when you talk about the conscience and subconscious and spirit and the soul levels that there's eight different levels up to that he said that the computer was already mastering every one of them that but one, we that still have, we have a soul. Why they God are, created are us on the spiritual realm with a lot of people, uh, you know, showing the deja vu. Um, uh, uh, my, my my brain went dead. It's blank. Uh, see, some some of the people I do believe are actually uh, evil entities. I do believe that Satan has has evil spirits here on earth. I truly believe that. We're at the, end, at the end times, and I do believe, I didn't believe it before, but I do believe it now that there is evil walking around in this in this world, and, and they're of the spirit world, they're of the evil side, and that's why it's becoming so rampant with, with uh, the, the evil just becoming overbearing, and, and so they are, they have stone-cold faces, and the ones that aren't completely evil, they still have a chance. You know, they they still have have a conscience, and they still can change their ways. And, and I think some of them, you can tell, that might even start feeling a little, uh, have a little conscience about it, and maybe have a little grief over it. And they're the ones that actually become whistleblowers. Really, uh, they start to get to them, and then they they uh, have a change of heart. You know. Because God created us all with a soul and a heart, and actually we all have the chance. God's 
God's going to give everyone the opportunity to go toward him and see the light. And if they don't, it's their own choice. It's all a matter of free will. And and that's what we have to look at. And you, and, you know, when it comes to a lot of this brain power, this mind power, you have power over them by the grace of God. And you have right. to keep that strength. You have to be strong. And you have to pray nonstop for, for the power of the Holy Spirit to actually take hold and go against this evil because Satan cannot win over it. He cannot win. No matter what they try to do with the technology that's going on in this world, God is more powerful. The Holy Spirit is more powerful. It is in us, so we are more powerful. You have to remember that. Yeah. Um, well, I totally believe that because we have Jesus inside of us, we mm-hmm. have everything he has. We have right. him. We yes. have everything yes. We has. have the power. We have the power. The Holy Spirit has the power over evil. Right. And you can actually pray that evil away, and God will protect you. And I actually believe that. And I have been proof of it myself with, with the uh, way I'm able to pray it away. And I don't do it as much out loud, but I do believe that, that uh, just you know praying to myself will actually also take the evil away and because of my faith and because I have the Holy Spirit. So, yes, but when you pray it out loud, Satan can't handle it. He hates the name of Jesus. And all you know, of his followers, they hate it. You know something? I had two. I had two attacks. I was sleeping. I was trying to sleep, and something crawled up my bed, my bed, and leaned on me. And I had all this pressure on me, and it was almost paralyzing. And I cried mm-hmm. out for Jesus, and it went away instantly. Right. instantly. right. They they try to manipulate your your. Uh, psychological uh, state. They they try to manipulate you, and uh, I don't agree with a lot of things that the. the uh, I'm sorry if I offend somebody, but I don't agree with a lot of things that Robert Duncan uh, writes about and his beliefs. But I do believe that when he said that 70% of us is, is all psychological, he's dead wrong. I, I don't like him for that. But the thing of it is, when it comes to psychological, because of the Holy Spirit, now he's not a Christian, but because of the Holy Spirit, we have psychological power over it. But that does right. not mean that it's in our head. It is truly happening, but we have power over it. We and do. we can win over it. Right. And that's that's what makes you strong, right there. Right. That's what makes you strong, because you know you can't lose the Spirit. And the spirit is power, right? And I mean, we're here for a reason. We we are at the we are at the times when it's getting harder and harder to see good, and we have to be strong. God and, is stronger and, than the strength of man, right? The weakness, the weakness of God is stronger than the power of man. So, and and there's another part of that I can't remember it, but but um. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. The TI. I just, I just, I, I just don't. I, I, I don't. I feel like I, I have, to, have to express it now and then because I feel so strongly about it. And I know there are TIs that don't want to hear the the um, Holy Spirit side of it. They want to to not bring that into it. But I can't help but bring it up because I know that without 
in my opinion, without the Holy Spirit, without God's help, then then you're not getting the full relief from this evil. This, that you're right. having to fight awful hard, and and without it, you're you're losing battle. In my opinion, you have to have the Holy Spirit to help us win. To help win against right. it. Right. I, I, it, is, I, it is an evil. It's a, it's a I serious. I truly believe that. I truly believe that. Because you know we we have we get power, and the people who don't have the Holy Spirit do not have that power. Right. I don't shield. I don't shield at all. I don't. How do you know? I can, you know I can pray have, against it. Hello. Can I ask a question? Yes. Hear me. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do you know if you have the Holy Spirit on your side? I mean, I'm. I I believe in God. I you know I'm not real religious or anything, it, but I, it, I you know I I, I was bitter if, when I first realized how severely I was targeted. I was bitter, and I actually uh, I actually almost slandered God. I was I, I actually questioned him and talked to him like I was questioning why why and, and I was angry. You know, I was angry over my son's death. I was angry over them destroying my life. And but I think all things are for a reason, and even it was hard to say that my son's death was for a reason. I know where he is. I know that that he is with God, and I know I know that. And so I know that he would have a hard time because of his heroin addiction fighting this. And they know that that's why they're pushing the drugs on these on these young people and causing their addictions. It's all government. It's all secret services. It's all all a game they're playing. All a strategy. To, to ruin people and to overpower them, control them. So um, I do know that I'm here for a reason. And I never knew what that purpose was before, but I know now. And how you know that the Holy Spirit is on your side, because you can feel it. The more you talk to God, the more you pray, it becomes easier. And you, I never knew how to pray before. I, I see these people praying, and I say, how come they have it and I don't, you know? How come they're able to talk freely to God? And, and I don't know how to talk to him. You just talk to him as if you're talking to another person. You talk to him as if he's your father. And the more you do that, you can start hearing back in your conscience. Your conscience will tell you that it's what's right and wrong. Your conscience is, is your connection to God. Well, you know, they're, and, they're telling me that they're going to take away my conscience. And the way that they've been torturing me lately this past month, I don't put anything past them at all. I've been laying in bed, and I have severe um, sensations go through my body and my head of pure evil and poison mixed together, like shoot through my body where I sit straight up, like just boom, and I just scream. And the level of torture that I've been experimenting, experiencing, they're like taking my personality, like my id, like my identity, and and they're working on changing it. I went through that too. They They cannot do that. They cannot take your soul. They They cannot take your soul. They God are will not allow it. them. They you, are no, doing it's up to you. But you can win over a, it. You just have to fight a, it. You know, the more you try to go against evil, Satan works harder. So you been, have to be stronger. You know what they've been trying to do? They've been trying to change it so I like the torture. They're changing, like, they can make me like them, like, like talking to them. They can make me like somebody I'm talking to or not like somebody I'm talking to. They make me scared of my own boyfriend. They, they're they changing, like, my person. They're changing me. And, and the, what they've done, you know, is so scary. Like, I'm afraid, you know, and they can actually move me around like a robot, too, like physically. Right. Like, I, I realize that. Around. 
walk me I around. That. I went through, I went through all that, too. I went through every bit of it also. I fought it nonstop. And, and, and so I do know that, that with constant prayer and constant talking to him and reading the, the Bible, you're going to get stronger. And all that will leave you. It seriously how, will leave you. How can you do that when they're making you not even be yourself? Like I'm not even, they make me incapacitated a lot of the times. Where I understand because I, I, I hated myself. I hated what I had become. I felt like, where is me? I, was, I miss me. What happened yeah. to the old gene? And I, I didn't have the old gene for many, many years. Well, I know that it's still there. Everything about me is still there. But I, one time I didn't think it was. I thought it was all gone. I thought that everything good about me was gone. They're threatening and me I to go blind. Not. They're, they're, t- they're threatening me to go blind and, right. and mute, mute or mute or whatever you call it. And I'm just, I'm scared to death. I, I don't know what to do. I'm having my- vision troubles also, and, and I do believe that it's a uh, disease of the eye, of the retina that could cause the blindness, and it's caused from the immune system being so low at times with all of my illnesses for the immune system. So uh, there, I was reading on the Internet just tonight, uh I've been to several eye doctors, and, and they never tell me what the problem is. They just all look at me and go into a different room with a computer and, and talk and, and whisper to each other and stare at me as they walk by like i got some kind of fungus. And, and, uh, and the eye doctor comes back in and says, oh, uh, I see what you see. Well, I guess he does. I guess i got some kind of implant in my eye, you know, and they see what I see is what he meant by that. Mm-hmm. But I have terrible floaters and flashes of light and distortion of vision and all the above, but no matter what they do to me, if I do lose my vision, if I do die from this, I know where I'm going, and I am, I'm okay with that. But they torture I know where me I'm going. so bad with my eyes. I can't even imagine being tortured like this without my eyes. I mean, they make it so my skin, and they 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 make it so I think their their hands are inside my body. Well, they make me picture it, and they pull my insides of my face around, and my face gets all and my muscles is my face they're all like you have to pray that away pray that away and don't think it say it's not real and you cannot do this to me that is satan at work you have to deny it happening you have to talk it away and pray for god to take that away from you it is pure evil all it is 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 pure evil it is right and there's one thing there is one thing that they are afraid of and it's the name of jesus that's true Name of Jesus has. So are we target individuals and have Satan? I mean, what is it? I'm confused now. The thing of it is, is the Bible will tell you all the way through that the power of the blood, the power of the blood of Jesus dying on the cross for us is all we need. And Satan cannot win over the power of Satan. I mean, the power of Jesus because the thing. And see, they probably put that in my mouth also. Okay, the thing of it is, is the power of Jesus Christ, the power of the blood that he shed on the cross wins over all evil. Right. Wins over all evil. And so no matter what they do, they try to put things in your mind. You have to pray it away in the name of the Holy Spirit. So these aren't mm-hmm. the weapons that they're using to target us? This is No, they're eight. they're using weapons. They're using the microwave weapons and they're they're uh uh actually they can cause us to have cancer, they can cause us to go blind. But when it comes to the mental, I truly believe that that all the mental, and this is just my my feeling and my faith, because I don't think God, our God, would not allow anyone to take away our heart and our soul. And if they're working in our mind, that's part of our heart and soul. And so 
he cannot win. They cannot win. The evil cannot win over who we are in our mind and our, our, our soul and our heart. So you have to pray and talk it away. Yeah, it's something so they're much. using to get to you. You are right when you said when you're in the mind, you're you you have access to the the soul and the spirit, uh, right. which is which is well. They uh, cannot your, steal your soul unless you let them. God will not how do you that. how do you let them? I don't want them to, but how, I mean, I can I pray and hey. I cry and scream and you know I I don't know what to do. I'm pushed to the edge. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready to kill myself. You need well, you need to read the Bible because reading the Bible brings you closer. You learn things through it. They won't and let me God take my eyes. They make my eyes blurry, so I can't read. Get it on video. Get I'm gonna get it on DVD. Listen to it. Okay. I would I would suggest to a lot of people don't uh, believe in that. So how would that work with them? Because they're you know, I would I would say to uh, to d- d- what they want is reactions out of you when they're doing stuff to you. Well, so they, what they, you they do don't is, allow. Let me just finish. They don't allow me to be me to give them a reaction. Well, they change me. They change true. me, and they they right. they make the reactions themselves. They can yes. make me feel scared. They can make me feel worried, depressed, concerned, yeah. whatever the case is. They do it. I, if they, if I was mm-hmm. me, they don't even know how I personally, me, myself, and I would act, react, because they never let me be me anymore. I'm at the point to where yeah. I guess that one lady said she went through it. Well, I'm going through it right now, and I feel like I'm losing myself. I'm, some, I'm like, different. They're, it's constant torture, no breaks. I used I used to get breaks. I, this is like my sixth year, and I got breaks all the time along to the first five years, and never was tortured this bad ever. And this past month has been so I mean excruciating, mental, physical. They changed my the way I look. They gave me they made my eyes slanted and put wrinkles underneath my eyes, and they made it all pink all around my eye. They took it away. I have, I have bad dark circles under my eyes. I wear makeup. I do I, I get up in the morning. I do whatever I can to cover that up. I just go on. My vision's uh, getting worse, but I'm going to continue to go on, and I'm going to fight for 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 Jesus and for the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to try to share that to others because when it gets down to it, the only thing that matters is your soul. Well, when I feel and like myself, I, I do fight and I do pray and I do do all the right things that I believe, and I never give in to evil or do what they say, you know, stuff like that, but. When I don't feel like me and they've changed me, I don't have what it takes to fight. They've taken it away. Like, it's I, I can't there. even... It's you know what? It's still there. It's still there. And fight who well, you they are. Block, they there. block it. Well, it's still there. You have to have it's still there. It can't block Jesus. There is a disconnect that happens They do. I mean, I have... They put me in states of mind where I have no... Well, I don't feel like me at all. I can't think. I can't. I can't. Right. I can't. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Can, I, can I say something to you? Can I say no. something to you? Me? Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm at work, but I can't really. I'm, I'm talking low. But I understand her. They took my hair out. I have. I had long hair. They bought my hair. I understand what you're saying. They they made one of my eyes like if if it's a wandering eye. They they change. They disfigure you when you you're saying I'm gonna have a good day. They block you. So it is aggravating to her. Well, listen, I went I went through it all. I don't want you to think that what you're going through is not real and that that you you're not having legitimate concerns because I went through it all. I went oh, through I thinking that I had a demonic spirit inside of me. I went through thinking that that I had an evil eye, like the evil eye of a pyramid. They made me think all this, that something is wrong with me and that I'm doomed for hell because 
because I felt like I wasn't getting any help from God, okay? I went through all of that. I got discouraged, okay? But now I know that the, the power of the Holy Spirit is so strong in me that I'm not going to let go. There's no turning back now, no matter what. And I'm going to keep that strength. And you just have to pray and read and, or listen to the Bible, and you just have to get stronger and stronger. Sometimes they won't let you pray. I mean, they're the ones that give me, they, they've taken yeah. away my, my, my being able to get up out of bed and do something, like take a shower, clean the house. <clears throat> I, all I do is sit in one spot, and I get tortured. I am just live to be tortured. That's it. I have no <laughs> life whatsoever <laughs> at all. I don't do anything. I don't have what it takes in my mind and my brain anymore yes, to, do. to, like, yes, get me up and, and do something on my own. They put I more field. I you, you listen to me. You're, you're talking so strongly about what they're calling you to do. You need to get... Get that strength toward what you want to do and start being strong about what you want to do. You're letting them control you. You got so much strength in what you're allowing them to do. I can see the power in what they're doing to you, but you need to talk it away. I don't have it in me at the time to talk away. They, I mean, I'm what I'm telling you. I don't have those capabilities that you're telling me to do at those God, times. God will do it. Just pray. God will do it. Can we talk about Seolene for her? Can we talk about Seolene for you? Sure, sure. The lady that's so upset. I totally relate to your fear. I've been Uh there. But what I do, do you know anything about less? About what? Less EMF. It's online. I got a hat that... they have glasses. Honey, they have have glass, something you can put over your eyes to protect Uh your eyes. Please look that up because I can hear your fear and I really relate. Because yeah. I, get, you know, it's it's horrible stuff and you do lose your center and you do just sit and kind of stare and don't know what the hell but, to do because you're just mm-hmm. totally void of you of who you are. I mean, and then they, yeah, then they bring me back to where yeah. I can think and and and, yes. and myself yes. and that's the times where I'm I'm you know I yeah. pray and I do you know. Yeah clean and do the things yeah. that I need to do. But, like, when I'm sitting there, like, even when they're yeah. not torturing me that bad, like, they're the ones that put, like, impulse injections or whatever it is into me to get me up. They actually sit me up and walk me around. They go to the bathroom. They make me go to the bathroom, but they they force me up out of bed to go to the bathroom. Like, they get me up to do things, like, physically. Like, I, I can't think in my own head anymore to decide yeah. to make the decision. I don't have it in me anymore to make a decision to do something. But you know how, how they do that? How you many can you can get rid of it? How many can get rid of that? Do you call these? Do you, the, where I got my power back was with these phone calls, with sharing with people, with hearing what other people were going through, and finding yes. out that they did yes, have yes. solutions. And it's not all, you know, some people pray, and that's great. And I do. I, I, but that's not my only only avenue. I do some shielding. I do uh-huh. do my best to keep them at bay every uh-huh. chance I get. So, but please call into these calls. This is where you're going to get your strength back. This is where I got. You, you know what you're doing, and you know it's wrong. So you're still you. I can tell you're still you because you're really aware of what they're doing to you. Because they brought me back to me tonight, and they actually gave me the impulse to call you. Sometimes, like they're nice to me, and they'll say you're a TI. They've made me. That wasn't that them I'm... giving you the impulse. That was your spirit inside, the Holy Spirit inside of you, and your will to live, and your will to do, uh, to go on, and Please to be you. 
that, that well, was I them giving you that. Answer, like, so you I can, can tell, I've been doing this for so long, I can tell the difference if it's me or I'm being forced to pick up the phone and make a phone call. I, I can tell when, the difference. And it's when like, you they put me in robotic they put me in robotic mode to where I just kind of do things and I don't think about it. Yeah. So it's not like my genuine will to call you all. They put me in robotic mode to, like, but pick up the phone you. and just dial the number. There's like the I you think that's doing those things. The, that's the you. That's, you're still there. It's well, they're like making me think that I'm not a TI. They're making me think I'm not yeah, a TI, and it's way worse than that. They're like dark forces. They tell me that they're, they're, they're in the wind. I mean, they can... They can. Um, they've picked up my car before on the road and put me somewhere else. I mean, what is that? That's not a targeted individual situation. It's a horrible targeted situation. I. Think. I mean, picked my car up and put it somewhere else on the road. I street. What is that? It's a whole lot of control. Can you just, if you keep calling here, how many times have you called this often? Have you called like, often? I call. This is probably my tenth time. I've probably be, I've been on every yeah. my very first call. Just a minute. Every t- ever since my very first call, I have not. I've called in every single night, and I I can't tell you how much stronger I am now. You will get strength from this. Make yourself do it, please. You will get strength here. Okay. I, I, yes. I mean, I. I so the more you talk about it, yes. the 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 better it, it. You heal yourself by yes. by venting this out and talking about it. I mean, I just really wish that someone would believe that, like, I know the difference between me doing something and then in robotic yeah. mode and just sure. going through the motions of life but not thinking about it. It's not me. It's like robotic, kind of just doing it, going through the motions, but no, no brain or mind yeah, involved. That was, me. that was me three months ago, and, and, but I've been on a call every single night, and I'm a different lady. I'm a different person today. I have power back for myself. I do motivate myself, oddly enough. I mean, my house was just trashed. Finally, I'm able to get up and take care of some things on my own motivation, and it's because of these phone calls. Yeah. Without these phone calls, I'd still be just so frightened and so scared I wouldn't get out of bed. You know, and at least I'm out of bed, and I at least take a shower now and again. And yeah. sometimes when I call, and, like, this yeah, one guy said he couldn't go to the bathroom, like, they were targeting him, and he couldn't use the bathroom, he couldn't, then they said that they told him that he was going to die of not being able to go to the bathroom. Well, they get ideas from these phone calls, and they do it themselves to me, so it's also I don't want to call in to hear someone else's problems, and then they do it to me in addition to all the torture I already get. So now they started doing that to me. It's, I can't go poop now. Can I say something? Can I you see say what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why it's hard for me to call love. They love to play on what upsets you. They love to play on what upsets you. They get a kick out of it. They get the, they get in that door. And they start looking at you and seeing what's troubling you, and they do it more. And what you've got to do is is stop reacting to it. I don't. They make me react. They make me feel this way, this way, this way, or that way. I don't do anything. They control my feelings totally, totally. I don't feel like I have my, – my real natural feelings I feel like are numb. They've blocked them or they've overpowered them, something. I don't know how, but I, they're, they do things to me, and then they put their own reaction in that they want out of me. and get, Like they'll make me cry and then bust out laughing in the middle of my cry. Like they – you know – that's just, I mean, that's evil. That, yeah. that whole, you know, the whole idea that 
yeah. is evil. And when I do that, it feels evil. Like, it just isn't right. Yeah. And, like, they'll, now what they're doing is when they're torturing me, they're making me, they're changing me so I like the torture. Like, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, give me more, give me more, go ahead. That's how they're making me. And that's well, not me. That's that not me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Who would ask for not me. They're, they get the reaction the out of me that they yeah. want me to react. Not that I, I can't control how I react. They control how I react to what they do. Psychological warfare, yeah. You understand what I'm saying kind of now? Or? Do you hear Joe? Do you hear Joe? I'm sorry, go you, ahead. Joe, what Joe just said? He go said ahead. it's psychological warfare? Yeah. Or spiritual uh, warfare? Which one? Oh. Psychological warfare, yeah. How do I it's, fight this? Military style. Uh, the best way is to just stay grounded, know who you are, and just believe they can't change you, even though they're showing you quite a bit of powerful stuff. They've done me too. They blew my world away. That I stuck, tried to stay grounded. Every chance they let go, I had to check myself. Okay, I'm still here. I, I constantly done that, and that's what I would call grounding. And like, and like everyone says, come on these calls and talk about it. And if you don't feel like talking about it, then, then listen. Because every time you listen, you, you're learning something. Because there's tons of people that's got different areas in their life, right. and they're talking about it. When it comes to a time of someone explaining their torturing or experiences to a point that you feel uncomfortable, then, uh, you know, take the phone away from your ear or something. Right. Don't listen to that part. Yeah. Right. I mean, but it's it's so frustrating because when they bring me back to, like, me, like, I kind of feel like me right now to where I can express myself and I, I feel like it's me. It, but, like, um, just. I mean, when, they torture, when they're torturing me and when I need to be me and figure out things on my own and fight and pray or do what I need to do, that's when they totally control both sides. They torture me and control the reaction. So I, I don't have a say in, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're changing me to like the torture. I mean, what's next? You know, I can't. I... Do you think you have um, some kind of programming in you that is preventing you from being your true self and you're doing something like I with me? Major example, they probably took out, most likely they took out um, my intuition. So when I think of something that I really like, somebody, my dogs, things like my children, my intuition's gone. And I have to really get in tune with it. I have to get deprogrammed from the programs they put in. Uh, The opposite of what I really love, you want something, my mind goes the opposite. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what they're, they're threatening me with, too. Yeah, they're not. This is a program. They drugged me. They put it in me, in my mind, when I was drugged. How did they put it in us? Uh, hypnotizing. Subliminal <sighs> thoughts, shoving stuff into people's subconscious minds without them being aware of it. And then all of a sudden you're like, look at the pattern after 20 years. There seems to be a pattern here. The yeah. only way I know it, they show me they did what they did to my son. Tell me what they do. When they turn, they take a photo of a child, they're drugged out, laid on the floor, but he's standing upright. You know, he's laying upright. Uh-huh. The next time you see it, the picture's turned upside down, meaning what? He, my son's life was turned upside down. Right. What the hell does it mean? He yeah. was drugged. The yeah. kids are very scared. People that know about this are very angry. My boy did nothing to deserve this. Did they shove a microchip in him, which turns your world upside down? Or did they do both? Hypnotizing, make him a criminal? He's not acting like he used to. 
Yeah, I, I believe I'm definitely programmed, as you just said, and I've, I've t- they've, they've like, um, they're, they're making me change, like, my personality and, you know, things that I'm used to and things that I used to like. They're, I'm questioning, so like, why to, did I even like to. that? You know what I mean? Like, they're changing, they're questioning, making me question myself of why did I so even have like to do show or why did change your routine you have to do you have you have to struggle to try something different to try and find a little bit of joy like the other day I went to the park and I got on the swing set I mean just something that you you get a little bit of pleasure otherwise you can't you're going to come you're exactly where they want you to be so you have right. to you have to force yourself to try something different something so you're I, not being completely I tried that cool. I went out and got something to eat and went out, you know, to eat in public, which I used to enjoy doing, and they totally ruined the whole thing. I was hungry. Well, I sat just, down. They I made eat my car. Able to Sometimes eat. I eat my car if the gang stocking is too thick. I'll, right. I'll just so you 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 my, I'll change my mind. Well, let me say one thing. I have never been gang stalked, knock on wood, really hard. Oh, good. I got well, gang stalked well, in addition see? to this. I think I'd That's a blessing. Freak, freak the hell out. I, I don't. Yeah. That's another thing I think they're making me think I'm not a targeted individual, and it's worse than targeted individual or something different. You know, the same but different or whatever because mm-hmm. they're trying to scare me and make me think it's it's worse than that, you know, and I don't know. I, I just – because I haven't been gang-stalked and it seems like every T.I. has, so I'm kind of questioning, am I? You know, I, I go back and forth all the time in my head. How have you been, how have you been stalked? I've never been gang-stalked, ever. Well, that, that's okay. But what about, like, how do you feel that you're a target? Um, six years. Since I moved to Alabama with my boyfriend, we've been isolated, have no friends. I don't have family here. He does. but And he's targeted, too, or whatever. He, we both live together. He's targeted. He has different types of torture than me. Um, he's playing targeted right now. Huh? How, are you, how are you being targeted? Do you hear voices? Do you Do you? I, 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 well, like I was telling you, you know, my, they, they're changing me. And they're like in my, they're messing with my brain, and I feel pressure, and I feel like just I can't explain the feelings that I feel. That I just feel so tortured, and just you know waiting for something. You know, I I, I can't I can't explain. It's all in my head, and it's just like pressure and build up. And sometimes they make my head feel solid, like my brain and my mind, everything's solid. So I feel fake, like I, I'm not breathing up in my head. Like, I don't feel like I'm breathing like a human being. They make me feel like I'm fake, like a robot, or I can't ex- I, That's the best way I can That sounds it. really strange. Honey, um, I mean, they okay. talk to me 24-7. I mean, they do talk. They talk. You get you get. And I see them. I see them in my mind. I see them. I see eight of them. And, and, um, yeah, I, I see them. I, they show me what they're doing while they're doing it to my head. Like, they take out, like, these acupuncture needles out of my temples. And then they'll slap them down, and it'll feel so much better because they take my head and they spread it apart. This is what they let me see anyway, whether it's true or not, who knows. This is what they let me see, so I believe it's happening as it happens. How, how, do, you, how do you see this? How do you see it? Like you picture something in your mind, like you picture your friend and how you went to vacation last week in your head. And right. You're thinking about right. it. That's how I see them. Is your life? I'm, is I'm it not hallucinating. I see it in my head. Is it photos or is it live feed? Are these people moving around? Live. You think it's live? You think it's, it is? It's, it is live. I mean, whether it's the torturers or not, I have no idea if it's them or their fate. Where are you? Where are you located at? What what state are you located at? Alabama. Oh, you should know you're the first. I used to live in D.C. Person. for all my life. Yeah, I've had twenty to forty years of this stuff at least, and you're the first person that has has actually acknowledged that they have. I call them visions. 
it's mm-hmm. my, you know, it's my imagination, but it ain't mine because I couldn't imagine that. And yeah. um, they're showing me sacrifices. What? Yeah, children yeah. sacrifice. Yeah, and things really bad. Like photographs or lives? No, lives. Really? <clears throat> wow. I mean, yeah. There's two. There's a black guy, a black girl, and then five, then six white people, boys and girls, and they're all younger. They're not. They're they. If it's them, I don't know if it's them. They're portraying to be them, or you know, I don't try know. To, try to telepathy them. Try to see what the heck. If they're scared, try to try to pinpoint them in your imagination. This is what they're working on: is telepathy. Mm-hmm. I can communicate with some of them I, in my mind. But if I wouldn't try to make it more of an image, I try to to do something else. When you start seeing the yeah. images, well, you can you close know, them off. But if they're trying to tell you, if they're trying to, mine I think are warning me. I don't mean to interrupt. Mine I think are warning me. You're what? You can't let them in your head like that. When you start to see the images, you start multitasking. You do something else. You move around. You you know you've got you know you you can't look the image. You, you know the more you focus on the image, in my opinion, you know the more it becomes more clearer and in more picture it becomes. You don't let them get that much into your mind. You well, they're like actually their faces. Their faces are blurry. Like they never let me see their faces clearly. They're all their faces know, are blurry. I would, blurry. Time. Yeah. I, I, would, I would immediately get that stuff out of my head. I don't, try to, I don't I try, try to see it. I don't try to see it. They're they're there. To tell you something, why are they sending these images into your head? Excuse me, I'm actually. I mean, they they like. Part of they're like sitting at desks and they're I just like. Like a warehouse atmosphere, sitting at desk, and and I don't see it all the time. I right. see it, you know, sometimes, like you know, they'll if they want me to see it, they make me see it. That's all. I, I don't know. How right, I right, right. It, how can you stop it? I mean, you'll yeah, be walking I, in between, between I try the walls, to, you know. They can actually make me ignore them. Like they change. They this is how detailed in in nook and cranny and hooks they have in me so deep. They can make me ignore them. Like I thought it was me ignoring them for so long, and no, I found out that it was them make letting me letting me I should say ignore them. And they're like, ha ha! You thought it was you. We control everything about you. You don't do anything yourself. You know. I mean, they basically. I mean, they try they, marijuana. Try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to. You know, but I would try marijuana. Try something that's gonna. That they're not gonna. You know. You know yourself. I think they're just trying to change your personality. You know, so you have personality disorders. You have to realize once you're a TI. You know, I've slowed down. I have to find different happinesses. I am so freaking lonely, and I'm scared yet to go out and meet people. I don't know what they're going to do to me. People, you know, they can trigger me. They can make people hate me, and I don't even know them. Yeah. yeah. My neighbor. So that girl that was just speaking, do you want them to win? No. Because they're winning right now with you. I know. That's why I'm crying. Wake up. Help. But you have to. I'm sorry? You just call and, and, you know. I can't hear you. What? Have you ever tried to meditate clear your mind? It's a pain in the tail, but you can do it, and you can get them out of your mind for a while. I I can only do things if they let me, and I know it's awful to say, and it sounds weak, and that I can't control anything myself, but honestly, I really can't, and I wish I could express to you, or you know for a fact that I'm telling the truth, and they give me torture, and they give me the reaction they want out of me, from me, themselves. I don't have the reaction. They give it to me. 
I don't. Ha- I can't sit down and meditate. Deep breaths don't help. They're controlling my breathing, my insides. They're pulling on my stomach. I mean, I'm having levels of torture that are just. In- oh my God. Yeah, you're doing the right thing. There's nothing wrong with venting, and you'll you will. Ha- I mean, on a psychiatrist level, you will have to talk about this till you get it out of you. And you are working on other things while while this is happening, but at night time when you feel like calling in, that's your time. Talk about it all you want. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but like, do you understand that like I, I can't sit down and meditate and go sit on a swing set at a park whenever I feel like. I mean, they they make me want to do something. If they want to be nice to me, they'll they'll make me want to get on my computer and, and look up stuff because I like getting on the computer, and they know that. They'll they'll let me do that. They'll they'll and it sounds awful and weak and like I have no control, but it's the truth. And I and I know. I believe you. I believe you, and yeah. I understand what you're saying. And I also agree with Joe. Just I'm so glad you're talking about it. it to me, it makes me feel better, and I and I hope it makes you feel better. It does. It does, and it's it's just you know I haven't felt good at the feeling of joy or good and. So I don't even know I what know. it's like anymore. It's so difficult. I know. And, and, like, they have made me feel super good at times. I mean, a long time ago. I'm talking about when they were deceiving me. Like, they used to, you know, they danced me around in my car, like, with my shoulders. They moved my shoulders around. They've changed my voice to sound good when I sing. Do you believe that shit? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now you have to learn to master it. Ask them, and I do all the time, ask them ahead of time, say, wow, I sure would love to do the dishes today. And I'm not expecting to it, but I know they can motivate me. And then it moves on to bigger and better things, like I would like to do meditation. I need to do meditation. And tell them that sink it into your brain and see when it comes up again. It will come up, and you will be able to do it. I don't know yeah. if this is their plan, but it seems to me that if you have the positive, what you think of is what's going to happen, and that's a rough one, right? Well, they they actually are controlling all of my, like, thinking I wonder, themselves. I wonder if they're putting you in a trance, and they're scaring you because it's in a trance. I think, like, the, what they tell me is, honest to God, they tell me that I have leeway, that they basically control every single nook and cranny about me, but they do give me leeway to see how I react sometimes to different situations and to, and to be myself at times. That's what they say. But it's very rare. Brainwashing you. I'm sorry? What are brainwashing you? You're letting them brainwash you. Don't sit. Don't sit in your house. Go outside. Go outside. Go for a walk. It's not like that. It's I call it a virus jail. Uh, it's more like you got to break through the barriers or start closing doors. If you don't want that in your mind, close the door. You know, big, picture the big steel door closing it and closing that one. And try to open other ones and see if they're just messing with your mental capacity. Try to rise above there because if there's five of them working there, you know, I, I don't know. I try to, I try to, I try to get to see where they're coming from. Where's the person that they're controlling What, what are they about? And if I don't want them around, man, I'll close that metal door real tight. I just, and that's in I, my mind. I just, I don't know. I wish I could express how I really don't have control like I used to I mean when they first started torturing me the first five years I I had control and I felt like I did and 
I was fine. I was not tortured this bad. But I know when I'm doing something and I'm thinking of something or it's them, and I can tell the difference. And it's, I'm just, I'm, I don't know why they're doing it because I tell them it's stupid. When I do feel like me and I'm thinking like me, I say, you know what, this is stupid. You're torturing me and you're getting the reaction you want to get by giving it to me. Why don't you see what I would do? Right, right, right. So give them an idea. I tell them, I tell them what I am. I'm highly organized. I'm highly efficient. I'm human being. Show me what. Let me show you what I got. Yeah, that's I what I. Sometimes, right, but you have to continuously do this. It's a game. It's not like oh, I, I do. This is not, this is not what humanity is about. This is not what he, being a human being about. I believe it's um, actually we're in transhuman. They are transhumanizing us. What are they doing? Taking our brains mapping everything and putting it up in a computer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you a creative person? Everything about if we're mapped that intensely, I would assume we're going into computer stage. Our brain, everything about us, our actions, creativity, everything is going right somewhere. Why else would they be doing it? And it's just not what is closer. the point? They're making a super okay, computer. Hello, computer. Hello, can I say something to you? I've been through that stage. You want to get through this thing. It's because I, I want to say that you said, like, they did a blur, they showed their face, and I've talked back to them, and it's actually your brain, but they're using different voices and stuff. But you get through that stage. The thing is, if you're in the support now, and that's why I'm in, and I've just passed that stage, but they do it to me a little bit. So now I know when they're getting ready to do that part, but I'm at the part now. Once you get through that part, it's another part, but you have to, like, really, really get support. And, like, since I've been calling in, it's helping. Mm-hmm. Like, like yes, today it was it, the stressful part was the part that they would not let me move, but they stopped doing the um like trying to show their face because they will talk to you. They, yeah. they do that. They do that mess to you. But um, since I've called in, it, it actually changed. So it's they like they told me they said, oh that's the next stage. You can hear them talking to you in your head saying we're going to the next stage. And I got over that stage. But the more you call in and you pray and you read. And you cannot tell people is because that that's what they, they will they will make you act crazy in public. They yeah, get, and get you locked up and do all of that. So I've been they got my boyfriend thing. locked up like eight times this past two years, and he's a targeted individual too. Yeah, so the the prayer works and the support group works. Like and, and that they feared it. You know, that's a fear of them for you getting support. It's because once you get the support, it, it blocks out something. So when you're by yourself and you say, okay, and you're doing what the support groups tell you to do, and you're really doing it and you're praying and stuff, they move. And then it's like you go to another section and you, you learn how to cope with it and you get through it. They tell about, me about stages like that, like going on to the next stage and, and you know, and stuff like that. And, and they always say, do you, you know, way worse. Do you want this or do you want it to be way worse? I'm like, of course I don't want it to be way worse. And they say it all the time, like, like, can you handle this or do you want it way worse? And I can't handle what they're doing to me at the, that time. So I'm like, no, I can't handle this. Of course I don't want it way worse. And, you know, they just think. It's a stage because they, they, they made me feel what AIDS feel like. They made me feel what hepatitis feel like. I had like a lip note on the not, um on the side of my right ear. They mm-hmm. took my hair out. They told me we gonna we cloning you. They doing like I was about to go nuts. Everything fell out. My hair was long. It fell out. And they told me, oh, you're going to your fourth stage. And I kept saying, what are you talking about stage? And then they actually led me to the support group. And I'm sitting up here like you people are nuts. 
And, and you know, the more, the more you fight against, the more you fight against them, the more they do stuff to you. So you have to like ignore them and get the support, and you'll see it gets better. It's not, I what can't about, ignore them. They they actually whatever they're torturing me with, like say it's pain in my leg, they have my whole brain and my mind focused on just that, so I can't concentrate on TV, nothing. Like my boyfriend talking to me, nothing. My whole body, everything, part of me is concentrated on the torture that they're giving me. They make me focus and pinpoint on it. Can you um, can you listen it. to music? How about listening to music with your headphones oh. on? I can't. It, I mean, it's on, but it's not even like it's on. It doesn't do anything for me. They make it so music doesn't do anything for me, like doesn't hit that part of your brain where it makes you feel good. Like I, they taken that away, you know. Well, I guess I guess what you have to do then is just sit back and um, make sure that it doesn't happen that way. Everything that they do, like um, if your legs you can't walk or it's so painful, say it's got to be pain free. I can't deal with this anymore. It's pain-free every time you stand up, anytime it's and start thinking of the positive thing, but the opposite. If they're asking you, do you want to make it worse? No, I'm go- I am going to make it better. And they have taken me extreme pain to no pain at all. Yeah. And that's, that's confusing because I don't know if it's my diet, what the heck it is. But it's I, mean, I heard they had to give you breaks, like, in order to torture you more, and I believed that for a long time. And now it's like they, the whole month I've been constantly tortured, like, every second of the day almost. And they, they, the sleep that they give me, which I'm surprised I even get that, is not real sleep. When I get up, I don't feel like I slept at all. Like, they'll yeah. have me awake and asleep at the same time. Like, like thinking some weird-ass shit. I mean, you know, just out there, like, I don't even feel like I'm here in the bed. Like, I don't even I, know. When I get mad, when I get angry, I, you know, and don't have, I can't think of anything to say to them. I'm like, oh, they're commenting, da-da-da. I ask them for my 10 grand for that day. Or they're commenting about what I'm doing. I'm like, where's the money? Hand over That's the money I right now. I first started talking about in the very beginning. I was yeah, like, I better get the fucking money out of all this. I know, <laughs> but you can't get mad. I just tell them, as a matter of fact, I said, well, that's another ten grand for today. You know, in fact, it's ten grand just for this morning. And I, I, I warned them because there, there is a law. If they are caught with electronic weapons like this, it's ten thousand dollars a day fine. Wow. For thirty for thirty years. Yeah. Thirty years, ten thousand dollars a day, and they know it. They yeah. damn well know it. They did. They did me wrong. They just, they, this, whole, this whole thing is wrong. They're crazy. They're absurd. You know, I mean, there's so many of us. How many pe- people are torturing? I mean, how many FBI agents or old, retired or whatever they are, CIA, whatever, are there out there that have this evilness in them to be able to do this in this world? I mean, that one lady was talking earlier that she believes that there's evil spirits, like not even really human people, you know, that are gang stalking, I guess we are talking about at the time, that don't have looks of human on their faces or something. I don't know where she went, but... Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, like, I, I I don't know. Now they made me lose track of what I was saying. Sorry. They look <laughs> they like totally they're in a like, daze. They look like they're in a daze. Yeah. And, and, um... They, uh, well, my point was, how do they get all these people to, to torture us? I mean, there's like 5,000 people who are members of this group, and then there's how many? I mean, I have eight people in my head that I see that torture me, if that's even true or whatever, if there's one, eight. I mean, how many people in this world are this evil to do this type of stuff? I just, I can't, I don't get it. I don't see, oh, my God. I don't, I don't it's know. Wrap, it's, wrap, it's hard to wrap your mind around it. I it mean, is. It, it is. It is. It's beyond my comprehension of evil. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what and, I was telling them. I said, you know what? You got to stop torturing me at this level of evil and to this extent and to, for this long without breaks. I can't take it. I can't handle it. And what they'll do is they'll they'll they to make me see in my head. They'll take these things out of the middle of the top of my head, and my head will flap over or whatever will flap over, and it will give me relief. Like they, I have things called you know they're breaks or they're called I can handle it modes or I don't care modes, and they can put me in those types of. I don't care type of um, feeling, so I don't mind the torture as much. And they do that for me sometimes. Like they they give me not treats, but like they help me out sometimes a lot. It's not really helpful. Well, they don't it, have to torture me at all. They're not helping you they're at all. Yeah, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is they don't even have to do that really. But they do. You yeah, know what they saying? give you they give you breaks to build your tolerance for more pain. So as awful as that is, yeah. I think that's m- what more to the truth. So don't think it's anything nice. It's it's all vicious. Yeah. And I, I just, I used to get breaks all the time, and never this amount. This past month has been horrendous. I mean, horrifying. I mean, just like uh, evil, like I was saying before, sensations through my body and my head that feel like evil and poison mixed together, shooting through my body that sent me straight up and screaming and crying. And my boyfriend's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm like, there's nothing you can do. And it's so horrifying, and it's scary as hell, and it feels awful god awful i don't i just i don't i can't i oh i just it's just, okay it's okay huh. uh, was your dad in the military no hmm. okay because i think a lot of this mind control has been through the military yeah yeah <sighs> how do you think you got targeted um only I don't know. I just know that the criteria that they talk about in the, on the website, like you know, social security, no money, isolation, no friends, no family. I mean, I'm a perfect candidate because I I did live in D.C. and I had lots of friends and family and I had a job and everything was great. I moved here. I got on social security disability, you know, and I I you know because I was bipolar, but it was nothing compared to this torture. I mean, I. Nothing. I mean, and now I have no family, no friends, and um, I'm isolated in this house. I don't go anywhere. I'm, you know, I have no money. So I'm a perfect candidate <laughs> after I moved here. They targeted you. Started. Huh? I don't know if you realize it, but they targeted you and took all that away from you. Yeah. So, you know, you were targeted. I realize it. Yeah, because that's what they do. Most of us at one point in time had good careers lots mm-hmm. of friends, family, and they yep. uh, took all that away from us. Yep. Well, they're, 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 they're making my mom, like, not my mom. My mom used to be so sweet and, like, research on the Internet. And, like, if this was happening to me, like, seven to eight years ago, she would have been on it, like, trying to figure out what's going to crying and everything, worried about me. Now she's, like, doesn't cry. She's very distant sounding she's just not i believe they're messing with her head too making her not supporting me not being able to support me like she, she used to be able to right they don't they anymore same at all thoughts and the people that are around us yeah. make us you know so that they don't feel empathy whatsoever yeah absolutely and me and my boyfriend live together here and he's tortured in totally different ways than me like they threaten him that he's going to become a child molester and all kinds of stuff and make him feel scared all the time Whatever the case is, my point was, is that we lay in here in this bed 24-7, and we don't even talk. We're so tortured individually in different ways. We can't. We don't even communicate. We don't have conversations ever. I mean, just 
I mean, they might bring me to, you know, like come through every now and then, and I'll be like, how are you doing, honey? Are you okay? And he'll be like, no, or yes, or whatever. And, like, that's the extent of it. And then go out and eat and fast food and bring it right back. Or we don't even go to the grocery store anymore. You know what I mean? It's just all. Well, at least no you lives. have them. At least you have them. Be yeah. grateful yeah, for that. Yeah. Can we help? Can we help to just hug each other? Just yeah. because it grows a lot of it out. And it's a good energy where two people come together. So, yeah. you know, just embrace each other and try to send as much love as you can because, this is built on hate and fear, you know, against yeah. us. So the right. more love we can have, especially the human touch together, um, it it really helps to feed a lot of it. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I absolutely am very grateful to have him. And, they, you know, they, they use us. You know, I don't think they use me against him, but they use him against me, you know, or however I'm, I might be saying it wrong, but, like, threatening me, like, this is going to happen if you don't do this, you know. Like, we're going to kill him if this happens, you know, whatever. Yeah, you don't put your cigarette out right now. Like, simple things like that. But I'm thinking in my head, well, what if it's, like, it's harder? Like, what if they're, like, if you don't, you know, no, no, eat your shit out of the toilet, we're going to kill. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if it, it gets... Listen, it doesn't because I've been through that part. But what they, you have, it, it was great is that you had, you two are supporting each other because they tore, they tore my marriage up. They did that to me and my husband. They had my husband doing things to me. My husband left me. He's like, you freaking crazy. He Now, we were, he, my husband doesn't want the divorce, but we haven't been together in two years. And I told him I found a support group. Now my husband is willing to listen. He's like, well, how do these people do it? And I, I started telling him, I said, remember when, when this happened? Remember when that happened? My husband remembers everything. So you, you two have to support each other because it tore my whole life apart. My husband took the children and left. They were well, I hope everything house. works out for you. Well, I, I'm, I'm getting the support. My husband doesn't want to be nowhere near me because Dyfus was called on him. I was hallucinating. I right. thought my husband wanted to kill me. So he, my husband moved to another state and took the wow. children. Wow. You know, so, and I said, when I say everybody, my everyone is does not want to be around. My brother took me to a mental illness hospital, you know, but the support group is what I depend on because I think right. God because that's all I have. But you, you have to, like, when you do get to a point where you can't think for yourself, you, you support your boyfriend and he supports you. You pull each other up and get support because right. it's gonna, you, you're going to need each other. Right. Yeah, without him, I mean, I don't even have, like, he has his family here, but I, and I, I, and I don't even really get along with his family. It, well, his family is just his mom. That's it. I don't really get that's along with her. Yeah, that's what happened with me, too, because, see, my, my, my father had four brothers. All of them was in the military. It's a lot of people in my family that's been in the military. And then my husband, his father was in the military. And I know my husband's been targeted because there's some things that happened to him. But my right. husband is like, they have not done, they just do things to him to make him do things to me. And, you know, he's like, well, I don't know, you know, and, but I, I know I was targeted through the military because a lot of my people and a lot of my family members are from state to state and they've been in the military. Some of them are still in the military. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, um, like my dad was in the military, do you think most of us are targeted because we have a family member? Or um, a relative in the military. I, I I believe it's through that too, and I believe it's is it started with that, and then it, it escalated. Well, what do you mean it started with that? That we I had a relative in the military. 
Yeah, uh, my my father was in the military, and all of his brothers were in the military. My it's like a whole bunch of people in my family. Like my family have always been in the military, and um, two of my two of my uncles are still living. One and I know they've targeted him. One one is in a nursing home, and one is um has a, had an aneurysm, and it's certain things that happened to him. And I had they gave me dreams of things that happened to him when he was in the military. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I, yeah, mm-hmm. and then people that I went to school with, one guy is on Facebook, he was in the military, he was in my dream, things that happened to him in the military, and and I'm like, this is crazy, you know, and that's how they targeted me. And my brother, I know my brother is targeted, and my brother was going to go in the military, but he never went. My dad wanted both of us to go, but we never went. But my uncle's children. Same here. Yeah, so I, 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 so I know they target. I know they targeting people's families that's been in the military. I, it's a guarantee of doing that. But I, you know, but I think it escalated where, it, like you know, where they have other people. Like sometimes I can't even explain myself. You know, I've I've been to school and everything. My, like they took everything from me. My certifications. Like, I, I, yeah, my I, boyfriend I had a clearance and worked for the government, and they like then he like was switching jobs or whatever, and their the other job was calling to see if they worked there, all kinds of stuff. They said he never worked here. They totally swiped his whole shit he out of the, out of the company. He, he didn't even exist. Yeah, wow. They erased, me. Yeah, they erased me. Let me tell. I documented, it, and every time I talk to someone, I say, "Who is this?" And I write the time down, and yep. then, and, and I try to get companies that record things. You know, right. I, I, you know, and so I'm I'm thank God is because one of the people that erased me out the system, one of the companies, I had to call my husband. I said, "Do you remember when we went there?" And so he was like, "Well, see if you can get the cops to do that." I said, "I'm not calling the cops. They're gonna lock me up." You know, and because I said they had cameras right by the place, and I said, "I need these people to look at the." Cameras. Cameras, you know, but I don't have no money for no lawyer and everything. They took everything from me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this show that they, they erased me out the system. Yeah, that's what they did to my boyfriend. He mm-hmm. had a clearance and worked for the government as a contractor, and they totally made it so he didn't even exist. And, you know, he, you know, trying to make him feel stupid like he never worked there or something like, you know, I don't know. I don't, that happened like way before we were even targeted, though, like before they even started talking to us in our heads. Like this happened. No, but that you are a target. It's, it's different oh, stages. Well, what happened with me was different stages. It's because because they getting they do dream they getting your dreams. It could mm-hmm. be anything. It's certain movements that you do, and yep. when you notice that you're doing something that's out of normal that's not you. You like, wait a minute, because this was my husband was the one that noticed it about me. He was like, what is wrong with you, freaking bipolar? And I kept saying, I'm not bipolar. He said, you do crazy stuff. Right. I didn't think it was crazy. My husband noticed it. Right. And so I'm sitting up there like, well, what the heck am I doing? Right. And then, and then, then it, just, it got crazy. And one day I'm, I just flipped out. And he's like, oh, you nuts, you nuts, you nuts. And I'm just saying, what are you talking about? I'm sitting there looking at my husband like, what are you talking about? And, and I, You didn't I realize went, you were doing it? I didn't know nothing. My husband can tell some stories. And I'm like, what is going on, you know? Don't remember and, it? I, I remember doing some of the things I remember, some of the things I don't. And right. then my and then my nephew I know my brother's children are targeted is because it's it's with with the situation with me it's it's a lot of people that's in the military and I know a lot of people that's been in the military. Right. And and some of them have stories like me. Um, some of them have war stories. You know, and I thank God, you know, it's the grace of God is because and my father was a pastor when he got out of the military, my father had always worked for the government. 
you know, and then his two of his brothers is living, wants to work for the government. So I'm sitting up here like, this is nuts. Right. You know, and I, I don't even talk to my uncle. Like, I like I, I, I contacted him to be like, do you know all of this stuff is going on? And he's like, first thing you need to do is calm down. And I'm like, what, do you understand stuff that tear my life apart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, I know sometimes, you know, when people tell you to calm down, it's like, you know what? It's like if I was calm in this situation, that would be insane. I'm not going to be calm right now. You know, I mean, sometimes, you know, you're better off not to be calm, except that you'll get attacked for it from other people, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just a complete lack of understanding, I think. I don't know. Let me ask you all a question. My my boyfriend has some court dates coming up from the things that they've had him do. Like he, they put him in states of mind where he didn't know where he was going driving, and he ended up running into a brick building and hurting somebody's leg that was working at the time. That case got dropped because he got a DUI from that, and his blood came out clean. So whatever, he has other cases coming up. But um, like I saw on the website that um Derek um. They said, you know, to let them know, you know, if you have court dates coming up. And if he, he also has, um, he got an MRI done. His pain doctor told him that he has a um, metal chip in his brain. And um, I wondered if that will help him, like if I should tell Derek and he could fax over, like on his court date, like information about TIs and that he, and then we'll get the, the report from the pain doctor saying, okay, he has the metal chip and maybe that will help his case out. What do you all think about that? Oh, only if, what's that? You know, only if this is very evidential, very factual, you know, cut and try. This is MD, not DO. You know, I'm not saying anything's bad with DO. I'm just saying if you have a medical doctor saying we found this and it's clear cut facts, you know, I I wouldn't, I'd bring that up, but I wouldn't stray too far away of, like, from what the doctor says, what is this? We found this, but the doctor says, this is possibly that. I mean, just stay with evidence because the courtroom is a very, very conservative arena and not open to any creative, outside-the-box ideas. You will instantly be insane in their eyes and ears. Well, I mean, he does have that thing in his head, and we can get a report, and Derek did say that he would, you know, give, you know, on the website he has information about, you know, you know, if you have a court date coming up and you you know have implants and you believe it's from being targeted, we'll help you. We'll fax over to the courthouse, you know, information on TIs and I, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it'll help him or not. <laughs> I, I would do I would definitely bring up what the medical I'll ask doctor his lawyer. I'll probably ask finds. his lawyer and see what he says, I guess. Yeah, I mean me. definitely. But yeah. whatever he finds whatever are facts, that's okay. Because that judge can't dispute that. But right. then you go off and say, and uh, this guy says it's gang stalking. Be careful. You right. know, don't no. stay too far. Right. Uh, no, I don't I care won't. if you're right or wrong. They're right. going to see you as wrong. But I right. sure bring up I those facts. He I can't say anything about that. Yeah. I think it's wonderful that doctor was brave enough to admit that because they usually hide those kinds of evidence. I know. But, you know what they told him before he got the MRI? They were like, you're not going to like your MRI. And then he got the results and said he got a metal chip in his brain. They told him ahead of time. They're like, you're not going to like your MRI. Make sure that evidence doesn't disappear. Okay. I have to get a copy. I have to get a copy of it from the office because we don't have any type of copy of it or nothing. 
Yeah, because that could easily disappear. They would call him delusional. The doctor never said that. I mean, so definitely get your hands on the evidence. Yeah, and the lady was like, ooh, it might be aliens. You know, no. I, you know that's what I was think, thinking. Because, like, Stay you know, away. I, I was thinking because, like, I heard aliens can, like, put their hands in your stomach and take out what you had for lunch and you wouldn't even know it or feel it or anything. And, like, the what they've been doing to me, making me feel and see hands and pulling my insides around in my stomach and my face. And, you know, I'm just like, what, you know, is it different than T.I.? Is it aliens? Like, they have me thinking all kinds. I don't know. You know, I'm just, uh, I don't know. Well, I would never, ever um, take the bait when they say anything about any of that, you know. Yeah. Um, that, that's, you know, one of the things that we all know exists, but if you talk about it, then they'll lock you up or something else. So just stay away from that. Like the other lady was saying, stick with the evidence. It's wonderful that a doctor stepping forward and even admitting that. Um, I would get your hands on it before they shut him down. Right. Okay, thanks. Because they've gotten to every doctor I've gone to. They used to do it behind my back. Now they do it in front of my face. I can't get a, any doctors to help me at all without them coming in and then turning them into perps. So it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. But I'm happy for anybody that has any kind of support, any kind of evidence. It's like, you know, carry it forward because some of us, they are shutting down 100%. Can't yeah. get help anywhere. Um, I've had people with tears in their eyes say, you know, my hands are tied. So. Yeah. I've tried for over 20 years to get legal help, get every single attorney and tie their hands. If they won't take a bribe, then they threaten them. Hello, is anybody there? Yeah. Um, does Does Linda have her calls like every other night, or so like Tuesday, Thursday, and then Sunday, or I mean Saturday? Joe has calls right? every Saturday because um, the main FSCHS call is Saturday. You're talking Wait, about Say that again. You're talking about Joe's call, this call? No, no, no. Um, Linda has calls every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't no. either. That's Karen. Karen has a call Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Saturday is a Bible study at 1 o'clock um, Civic Standard Time. Oh. It's a Bible study on Saturdays. Okay. Um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I don't know what Linda's call is, but... but um, yeah, Karen does Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Okay, thank you. Nothing akin to your call, Joe. Is there anyone new that would like to talk and tell us about what's going on? I know how it is, you know, when you first get on and you don't 
really want to talk, but you'd be welcome. Hello? Yeah. My name is Pat. Hi, Pat. Hey, Pat. I live in Vallejo, California. Good. I've been talking for 34 years. Wow. Gang gang stock and electronic or what? Both. Both. Well, they've been cooking me and burning me at the same time. You're very strong to be alive. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl Sunday, that was the worst. Were you watching the game? No. I I always draw. I like to draw and paint. Well, that's a good outlet. And make earrings. But they've been targeting target me. I'm in, in a, I, I stayed in the house, and then I moved into an apartment where there's maybe about 20 people in this complex that has a list advice, and one lives above me, and she burns me, and she cooks me. She got two machines. It hurts so bad. It hurts. Now they're targeting my son because he's disabled, and they um, uh, he don't know how to fight back. And I can tell when he's being talk- somebody's talking to him, and he gets mad, and he start. He was over there this weekend, and he start laughing out of out of pocket. I said, "Just tell me what happened. Just tell me what they're saying to you." She said, "Mom, they're cooking you. You're gonna die tonight." One thing I know about these people is they don't follow through on their threats. They like to blindside us. They, mm-hmm. They'll tell you they're going to do one thing, and then you least expect it to have your guard down about another area. That's how they attack you. So those threats are idle. Um, but I noticed there's a, uh, a smoke type thing comes is in my home that uh, first I thought it was this mist, but I think it's coming from the bathroom. But what is that? Uh, I don't know what it is. It's like a smoky type, but it's light. Say that again? It's it's like a a smoke type of thing in the apartment, but it's it's not making me sick, but I don't know where it's coming from. I've looked around the house. To see if this um, anything burning or anything, but I they don't have a smell to it. Does it make you know? Does it change how you feel when you're around that smoke? Well, I leave all the windows open, so it's not really affecting me. But if I kept the windows closed, that we laugh like a laughing gas. Where's the smoke coming from? Well, I've been watching it through my bedroom door, and it's outside. No, it's coming. It's inside my apartment. Okay. So you think it's laughing gas? Yeah, something because but I noticed my walls that I had a roommate, you know, because they keep bringing people over who has a felony in my second bedroom, and this one guy just just recently I just kicked out. He was uh, alcoholic. He says he works. But uh, I don't know what he do. But I noticed my walls all over my house is halfway painted and to the ceiling, 
and um, when I turn all the lights off, it's like glowing. Okay. Yeah, you need to get some white vinegar and clean the walls really well. Don't use, like, get paper towels and white vinegar and um, scrub those walls because that is part of the targeting, the stuff that they put on the walls. Okay. Yeah, cause they get they get nervous when I talk to. Um, this is my first time talking on 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 this, but I did uh, more information to protect myself and what helps uh, against them, and they don't like that. So they uh, yesterday they blocked my calls, um, they control my phone, and I when I yell. Um, I yelled loud where you could hear my voice outside. Yeah, it can get aggravating. They've gotten all of us to yell at some point. <laughs> well, I do. I, when I yell and I talk loud, um, it's like echo in the outside. I can leave my window so I can say, wait a minute, I can hear my voice outside. So it, they screwed up somewhere in the apartment area. So, but I noticed my doors and my walls. My walls are different colors than than the bottom of the walls. So now I just need this regular vinegar. Yeah, white vinegar um, and paper towels, and just uh, rub it down really well. And then, um, you know, uh, especially if you have a black light, if you can get a black light, and uh, it'll show, you know, uh, the if it's there or not. But that is used in the targeting in some way. Does anybody have any information about what that stuff is? So the, when I turn all the lights off, um, my the, the, the spot where they use it, it's like a glowing spot on on the walls. Yeah, get some white vinegar and some paper towels and clean it really well with that. And uh, we that's the only thing we found that um, gets rid of it. Other regular cleaners won't get rid of that. Okay, okay. That's good. Because tomorrow's my payday, and I can buy all that stuff that probably at Costco. Yeah, if you can go to, like, Dollar Tree and some of the dollar stores, I highly recommend it because they, they have a lot of things um, that the other stores have, you know, for just a buck, and it saves on our budgets. Because I stay in my room a lot. I don't stay in the living room that much, but I do got it all over the apartment. So I got to get somebody uh, who got a steady leg and because uh, I'm scared of heights. And, uh, and the way they've got me feeling, I feel like a jigsaw puzzle because I don't have strength on the, my legs or my arms anymore. But now my family helps me out. And tells me to move around, push this, so I'm getting my strength back. Well, good. I'm glad you have family support. That's very important. If you can keep but, it. Yeah, but I'm getting attacked all over, all over California. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll get it all over the world if you travel more. Yes. But I, yeah, I went to. I took a cruise 2009. Um, only in Guam Beach in, in Mexico, and then I went on um, playing up Washington, and I went to uh, Ohio. So on the plane, so I think it did travel across the state. 
What happened while you were on your cruise? Oh, I heard them, but I ignored them, and I had no stress at all. I guess they were scared because other people on the ship might hear them. So they kind of backed away, but um, I had a good time. But I bet my ex-husband started this with my uh, with some friends that I used to hang around with, and that's what, 20 years ago. And then I've been at this apartment place uh, for uh, 11 years. I'm glad that you had a chance to take a cruise. I think, you know, being out there where the water is so beautifully blue, I mean, the color is just gorgeous. And, uh, you know, that's a good reprieve away from all the stress. Oh, oh yeah. And I went I went out of my apartment for the first time. I've been in my apartment last month for the whole month, except for three days. But yesterday one of my friends showed up that I haven't seen for a very long time. And I went around town, and certain parts of town, it makes you uh, sick from the list of bites all over. And then part of the town, and you don't hear them. And I, made, I felt good where I didn't have the electronic weapon on me, and I felt normal again. Good. Yeah, I, uh, but sometimes they, they turn it off when I'm sleeping, I get up where they don't hear me get up, and I could go in the living room or hear them talking, and then one of them said, she's up, she's a listener, she listened to you. For 10 minutes, I didn't have the, all the weapons on me. It felt good for 10 minutes, and now I know uh, there are machines making me sick, and they're controlling me how I walk and talk, and but I, I don't stop talking. I continue talking, but people around town, you talk about it, you can tell by their face this is what they're going through. You think they're going through it, but they're just afraid to talk about it? Uh, I couldn't talk about it in the 90s because they thought, you're crazy, you're hearing things, you need medication, so I have no choice to take medication, but now I got proof that is this because I didn't have a computer, I didn't have a cell phone. Well, my son bought me a computer, and then I started hearing it again. I just put down right, right away. Somebody listened to me. It just gave me all kinds of websites and everything. But uh, did, you ever, did you ever try any medications and get any relief from it? No. And you could tell um, the, burning, the, burning, the burning is... All my legs and all my skin, where my camera phone will take pictures and it show you the difference of darkness of my skin, where the burning set on my legs and my hands and my thighs and my face. It um, that scares them because I got proof that I'm being burned. That's right. They don't like us to have evidence because once we have evidence, then people can't say, you know, that it's not true. Yeah, it's true, but I, but I haven't been in the sun for a year, and I haven't been outside for a year. I barely can make it out the front door sometimes because it makes me so sick. Instead of having high blood pressure, I have low blood pressure now. It drops down 50 to 50 because of their machine. Yeah. 
Yep, I have, that's the thing. They target us in different ways. Um, I have the low thyroid and the low blood pressure, and I can sleep all the time. And you hear other TIs saying, you know, that... I wish I could I, sleep all the time. Hmm? Oh, I sleep all the time. But in, in the 90s, they wouldn't let me sleep. I had migraines, but my kids are little, and I just couldn't handle the noise they were making, you know, playing. And uh, I had to sleep in the daytime and stay and maybe stay up all night. And they, yeah. but the people in Akal are taking uh, BB, BB pilots, um, pins, needles, and uh, glass. Shooting me in the straw in my body, in my legs. Well, welcome to the call. I'm glad you had a chance to talk. Hello? Which I didn't have to say much. 
except that, you know, I had been arrested, and they're, like, scratching their head, like, well, this doesn't look like a criminal. Anyway, and um, they're like, yeah, we know about the government and what they're doing. And so um, safe enough to talk to her about um, the magnets. And I said, what do you think about the magnets? And um, she said that her mother had cancer and that the magnets cured her cancer. So there's really something to it. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. I always look for cancer cures. That's, that's because I, I feel that that's my destiny. <laughs> I shouldn't comment, you know, but that kind of uh, energy. But I feel that that's what it's doing, you know, with the radicals, free radicals, and, you know, that kind of thing. But um, definitely mess with your uh, immune system. So, but I've been taking, like, uh, so many different kinds of vitamins, and it seems to help um, my with the... Um, on my stomach for some reason. I don't know which one. I, I started taking this ketone and, <laughs> and I took it, started taking more liquid calcium and uh, what else is there? Some more vitamin C and the fish oil, of course. But um, So I don't know if I, I'm just getting a break or something. But well, we're hitting my liver and kidneys really hard and when I take 50,000 um, milligrams of um, three. It helps a lot. What was it? Did you We take vitamin D and um, get the five thousand milligram tablets. I think it's in milligrams. Where is my bottle? I don't know. Whatever it's called, the units. Um, it usually will come in like five hundred or one thousand units. But get. Thousand and take ten of those once a week, and um, if they're hitting your liver and kidneys, um, it really helps. Good to know. Good to know. Vitamin B. Yep. Okay. All right. Let me ask somebody something. Um, I was really desperate one day. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I was, I was, I'm Melissa from Alabama. I was talking earlier. I don't know if you recognize my voice, but I was just thinking I was um, um, really desperate one day, and I, I don't know if you know what bus bar is. It's for psychiatrists give it out for anxiety sometimes. It's not like a benzo. It's like more of a natural kind of anxiety medication, whatever. I was just desperate one day. I took like 30 of them, and I didn't feel, I mean, it didn't do anything. And I've taken a lot of pills a lot of times, and they, you know, and they, they control like um, the torturers control like my serotonin and my adrenaline and just you know my dopamine and and everything. And how do they make it so I can't feel the pills or be able to overdose on them if I want to? It's a test. You sound like me. It's not, it's exactly what's happened to me. This happened to me years ago. I don't know. You know, I I figure they're testing you, and that I don't need them. I can't even take painkillers anymore because. I don't know, they tried to OD my, they were giving me 300, 300 painkillers in the mail. And I had a 10-year-old going to be, you know, soon to be 12, 13-year-old child in my house. Uh-huh. I, think it was, I think it was to get him addicted to have these kids to be a druggie. I don't know, yeah. these people are insane. You get prescriptions and they don't let the pills work. Yeah, well, well I don't know how they that, do that. They definitely they, want a lot of pain receptors, which is a good thing. That means if we're in pain, they ought to be able to take it away. Right. But how? 
that's 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 the um scientific uh, medical field that they're working on, you know? Yeah. Major I mean that's why they owe us so much money. Jesus, you know, you sit there point you know, poke pins at us all day long and test out this and test out that. It's just out I've got diabetes in me, and I've been fighting that off. Yeah. Like, God, assholes. Because it doesn't run in my family. The person that's the purpose, the major purpose after me, now his family members are into a college that are way into uh, diabetes and testing for diabetes. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty scary. It's the colleges. Deranged. They're teaching. Put it this way. They're teaching our children how to be satanic. They're teaching our college students how to be satanic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Hey, it's Lauren from Indiana. If they're teaching our college students to be satanic, is this all a part of their ideal of the new world order? Is that what's going on? Of course. I would assume so, sure, because the meaner the people, they, they're pitting each other, they're pitting family members against family members, and they're pitting people against, you know, neighbors against neighbors, you know, college kids against middle-class middle older ladies. I don't know. Yeah, I would assume it's New World Order, sure. How else would and you bring back a population like this and have fun doing it? They're trying to pit blacks against whites, cops against everybody. Oh, yeah. It's very un-PC to be that professor. <laughs> they're trying to do what? I couldn't. That was right. She says they're pitting cops against everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I said, That's a very un-PC profession they have right now. <laughs> and the only thing you see in the media is when they attack the African Americans. But trust me, they're attacking everybody. I'm witness to that. I've been oh, so I know I hear that on the news that they're after the African Americans. I'm like, wow, I carry a last name like one of them, but I am not even close to being African American, and they've been attacking me for over 30 years. Well, see, right. see, both of you white females. See, that's a, no, that's not true. I don't. They're just doing yeah. that from year right to, to do the black. No, I believe they're attacking we, uh, Anglo people too. Yeah, the cops are bullies, man. What about, I'm telling you. What about the Mexicans and and you know the immigrants? Oh, that's people no, quiet. Don't trust them. That's who. That's who's really been our gang stalkers. Don't trust them. If you go to a McDonald's and see them, no, and they put things. Yeah, they put things in your food. Don't don't, don't go get near no Mexicans. Right. The one if you see them in a McDonald's, it's worth it if you have a car. Get back in your car and drive to one that don't have any. I'm I'm sorry. I said it straight up like that. I did. Yeah, they recruit yeah, them. Yeah, don't. Uh-uh, they recruit them. Don't. Mm-mm. And and most of them are in um, the skin trade too. Human traffickers. Don't don't, don't try your best not to get in their eyes. Don't don't get in front of their eyes too much. Most of them are human traffickers. What's a human they, trafficker? Prey on females. They'll try to make a key to your house, and they'll, they'll do kind of sexual acts when you're unconscious, and then they'll tape that and put that on the dark web through Tor. So they're making money with it. You remember, human trafficking is not with your consent, and number two, no money's paid. So that's making profit off of another human being for free. So what do they do when you're unconscious? Fancy word for slavery. That's the program they have us in, human trafficking. 
they make keys some kind of way. We are remote with the remote. They are. I don't know how they do it, but they put us deeper in sleep than I normally would be. Uh-huh. Come into my apartment, do sexual acts, and I'm basically we're my sister and I are privy to this. We're basically unconscious, and they do like S and M torture as they tape this and they put it out. I guess to those channels for that kind of stuff. I'm trying to scour the web, but I can't find it. Oh and wow! And for profit, pay per view. And wow. most of them come over with that. Most of them do it. It's number one in Mexico and a lot of Latin American countries. It's like and the tour browser. Mm-hmm. Tour. And, don't, and don't, believe their ha- don't believe their ha-ha smiles. They most of them also... What did you wake up they were doing this to you? How do you, how do you know this? Well, because the ones... My sister's B2K. I think they subliminally have me. But this particular Mexican cult has a naughty habit. They are um, they are drug users, so they're sloppy. Uh-huh. Talk too much. Drugs. Uh-huh. Addicts. And they say... Every they're saying if you move near us, every Mexican is just about scummed every American in their face next door to their neighbors. And I'm wondering if those children, uh-uh, no, they got eight. They said it, eight seven point five percent pedophilia. That's an epidemic. Don't have them watch your kids. Touch your kids. There's still have the borders wide open. Do you realize Hello? that? What? Hello. 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 Hi, this is Julie from New York, and that lady was talking about what they're doing to her. The same thing is happening to me. This is the first time I've ever heard anyone come on the show and say the same thing that I'm being experienced. That is not remote. They're putting me to sleep at night, coming to my house, putting me to sleep, and I'm being raped and sodomized every night, wherever I sleep. That is so true. So I'm glad she came up with this and agreed that this is happening because it's hard to convince others that it's not remote. And I'm telling them all along, it's not remote for me. I'm getting assaulted at night. They said something's released in our body when we go to sleep remotely, like a drug cop. They kept calling it peyote, peyote, and it puts us in a deeper sleep. You know what I mean? Because normally, you know, someone touching, you're going to wake up even out of your sleep. They said they're putting us unconscious. Yeah, it's, it's in a trance. I've been in it. I know it. I know it well. I was moving. I was walking, everything. And yet yeah. I'm there. And I did not take any drugs. I didn't have anything to, to drink, anything. I was watching it. All my, I was in the lion's it's, den. So I had to watch everything I did. It's masticizing my, kid, uh, my liver because I'm not even a drinker, and my liver's poking out like I drink. I don't drink. And, well, that's and part of the GMOs. All and it gives you no memory, no memory the day after. You don't have a memory. I'm wondering if they're using propofol. They're probably using propofol or not. Because you don't remember anything with propofol injections. That may be what they're using. So how do you know that happened if you don't remember? If you Because you wake up and you don't, you don't get assaulted. When you wake up, you feel it. You feel it. You feel it. Yeah. And your head feels really like heavy and groggy. Yeah. Like you need like you're hungover. Yeah. And yeah. you're hungover and you haven't been drinking. And you have and I'm you not see, a drinker. Yeah. And 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 you feel the um the, the, the rubbing, the, the friction of rub behind your behind your legs that they've been rubbing you all night from the back and Exactly. And, and the anal tears and the vaginal tears that you get from this. I mean I woke up to today and I have bruises all over my legs from I don't even know what and it looks like fingers 
like squeezing my legs, like near, you know, my in, inner thighs where, you know, and I just, I was just thinking of what y'all are saying and how I woke up with the bruises there and it's just freaking me out now. Uh, and a lot of women join their cults too. Are you in an apartment building? Have you had no. neighbors or, or any kind of high turnover neighbors moving out? No, I don't think bolt, so. Bolt your doors from the inside at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Chairs. You, oh, no access to keys. you got to make sure there's chairs or something. Exactly. And I take I take a fishing, an old fishing pole, and I poke around in every single corner because I know they've sent in people with cloaks. I've seen them. How you can see is the cloak will go by and you can't see behind it. So you got to really focus in. And, and they, I mean, they've been trying to show me this stuff, but you got to really focus in and all of a sudden you won't see the furniture behind this object that you can't see. Mm. You know, I wasn't able to catch them. They were outside, but that's how I noticed. And I was like, and they actually telepathy. I don't know if their voices to skull was scaring me. She, I think it was a her. She says, I see you. <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm staring at this, you know, space and I'm going, what the hell is that? What is that? You know? And so I know that's how they've gotten into my house. Hide down in my basement. Then I lock the doors. They come back upstairs. Scary. And then, and then a lot of them are just are a lot of them are criminals. Identity theft on us. Lawsuits. Felons. Felons taken out. Inherit. Yeah, if you have any kind of money, they'll figure it out or find out where it is. Inheritance or something. They're trying to take everybody's money. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a free for all. It's like it's like some. It's like you cult. know what? Thank you. Because I yeah. think, uh, don't get me wrong, I think some of us could be government or experimentation, but I feel like my perps are criminals. Well, yeah, I've tech, got them all. I've got them. They're, criminals are in the hospital. Oh, and oh I've yeah. And i male nurses stopping oh, yeah. me. When I, when I give birth to my son, these two male nurses come giggling, and I'm looking at this like, what's going on here? And they're holding a, a platter, just a plain metal platter. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm I'm giving birth, so they're cutting open my stomach, taking my baby. And all of a sudden, something goes on the tray, very small. I couldn't see it really. I couldn't focus in. And the guys, the two male nurses snickering, saying, ha-ha, it's a dead twin. Oh, wow. What the hell? Was that a microchip they took out of me? You know, the nurse or the doctor was operating on me, giving me a cesarean. Maybe they ran across a you know, a, a rogue microchip inside me and took it out or something. But if they took a baby out, that would be a really, you know, I didn't see no, I didn't see, I mean, I was really looking at the tray. It was small, whatever it was. I mean, because I didn't trust anyone. I was just like, what the hell? Why are male nurses coming in my birthing room? Exactly. <laughs> They're freaks. And then and then, then 20 years later, they get me again, and I'm knocked out for 13, 17 days. And all they do is wake me up to tell me, your husband has nothing to do with it. And then they, bam, knock me back out again. Uh, yeah. I, um, this I have like a story where um, uh, I was uh, actually the drugged and, and I believe uh, raped. And um, and they kept, and I kept hearing, uh, I would wake up, and they said, she's waking up, and I would go right back under. And I would remember scenes of the actual rape. And I remembered a face. And I, this is why I don't think they do it to me anymore because I went straight to the hospital. I had the whole kit done. I went to the police. I turned in the person that, I, that was in, you know, that I saw. And uh, so I, they, probably, they don't probably do that anymore, at, at least as far as I know, because I wake up with bruises on my inside of my legs as well. 
but um but you know I went into the police and I you know and uh and and I identified the person and so um but you know it's a terrifying experience and that's why when you guys talk about that stuff um I, I can relate because I think they put you under so so far under you know that you can't remember but I I remembered I was out for like um the full day afterwards I couldn't remember anything my mind was so cloudy but then I kept getting flashbacks of what had happened that night and it, and it came back to me um clear enough to go in and get checked they didn't do anything about it and I told them I was drugged I thought I was drugged with um oh gosh a scopolamine scopolamine or something that, that um the zombie drug they test for the, the date rape drug, but they do not test for um, copolamine or whatever. It's it's copolamine, yeah, that's the name. Uh-huh. Right, unless you specifically ask for it. And um, and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what was going on. So I just wanted to share that with you ladies that I had actually, you know, I don't know if they were trying to get me to, I mean, uh, it was a clear picture to me. So, you know, what they wanted to put in head, you know, and then do. But what did the police do? Yeah. Did the report and everything? Did anything come of it? No. No, I moved from the state. I moved, I fled from the state, not in, still not knowing what what the heck was going on. I I couldn't. My life was just like Julie's life. I, they were in my apartment every night. I'd wake up and someone was closing the door. My they were getting in. Uh, the the they you know every night it was something. Uh, sent harassed. I was knocked out, drugged. Uh, I felt an electricity charge on my um, my feet. I complained to the landlords about, you know, what's going on here? I, I had no idea. I didn't want to go back to my apartment. I slept in the hospital parking lot. Remember I told you about that, Julie? And, uh, you know, I was afraid to go back to my apartment, not even knowing what was going on. And so I slept from that state. So, uh, and now I live in a high um, Mexican area and uh, uh, gangs, and, and it's, uh, it's completely different. I don't know why, but it is. But I know the helplessness in the situation because they have full access. And, and, you, and I tried tying my door shut. I tried setting bells. I painted my... I mean, they must have gotten such a kick out of it because I tore my ceiling apart looking for cameras because I knew I was being watched. I mean, uh, unbelievable. Just what a sight to see. And um, so, and painted my house. I, I knew something was reflecting. I mean, this is all intuition. I went and got a, a grounding bracelet from uh, from Radio Shack, which is an electrical current that I all of a sudden was feeling. Uh, you know, unbelievable. Unbelievable. wonder if that's why Radio Shack's out of business now, as they were helping TIs. Yeah, right? Oh, I didn't know they were out of business. I hope. Yeah, that's based right here in Fort Worth, Texas. It's always been, you know, a big part of the economy, and they filed for bankruptcy, and they're closing down. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I know that place, that place helped me out a few times. Closing and everything. I mean, I, you know, it was it was that clear in my head. I mean, it was that, it, I mean, I woke up, you know. Unbelievable. Anyways. They're such assholes. I'm so sorry I had to go through that. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's like... It, uh, it's 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 really sad. I've had friends do this to me, drug me. I don't need who the hell needs people breaking in. They do this at parties. Yeah, and I you want to hear? I've got some rage. I know these two women that did this to me. A couple of women. 
Are you out? Are they out of their minds? Do they not believe in karma? They have five. One has five children. Do they? Does she not believe in karma? I don't think so. They don't. They sold their souls. Exactly. They sold their children's souls. I guess that's why I, should, I probably should have just had a dozen. So just in case six of them wandered off the wrong way, at least I had six left, you know. Stupid. Well, I think that you mentioned a um, a certain ethnic group, uh, you know, that I think that, I don't know if it's through, you know, they put that in our brains to make us think that. But um, I've gotten, just in the past month, two women in full jihad, jihad headgear, and I'd taken a wrong turn. I always, I drive erratically. I never have the same pattern when I drive because I know these, I give these idiots a, a, sometimes a ride for their money. I don't go out of my way and chase them down like I used to. But, um, you know, I do change the route. And I, I passed by one lady in full uh, gear, the, the gear on their face, another lady that was just parked there. Um, what's that face mask that, that they wear? Ski mask? No, no, no. It's, this is a, a religious uh, full mask except for the eyes, black. That the Shia, uh, the, that they train women, you know, that you see on uh, 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 the, uh, the radical, the Islam radical. I can't even think now. They have the I, know the I don't know the name of it. Yeah, and all you can see is their eyes. I mean, you know. And then the next night I get... Um, the funny feeling like you guys are just talking about, or the same night. So I'm wondering, I don't, you know, so my brain wants to think that the women are there to watch me so that they send their men in. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, wow. Might do that. I don't trust right? anyway because I think a lot of the women are part of it. I think the uh-huh. women help them to uh-huh. tidy up our apartments or whatever after they leave and do come out. Yeah, it's all about money, you know. It's all about money. So yeah, if they're if they're human traffickers and they assault you, I believe they have some kind of cleaning crew to make sure what they heinous acts they did to us in our sleep. They're gonna try to keep your house or surrounding. You know, if you went to bed with a tidy home, they're gonna do their best to get destroy evidence. Some things were always weird, especially when I lived in Los Angeles. I was always wake up because I had to be at work 7.15 in the morning. I would always get weird. Why is my apartment so cold in the morning? And now it's starting to make sense. That means in and out of my door, the heat escaped. Now that I think back on it. Well, they can actually do that because I didn't have that going on. But when people would come to my house, they were like, you know, it was just incredibly cold. Like in the winter, it would be um, colder in my house than it was outside some days and everything. And uh, so um, they can do that somehow. Actually, I think it might be a spiritual thing because, you know, they killed that black cat. They killed um, frogs. They killed black crows and all this kind of stuff. So it was definitely, you know, they were doing satanic kind of things. And I mm-hmm. think they can uh, do those cold spots. <clears throat> do you think, and it is, yeah, I'm sure they're all, they are, it is satanic. Do you think, are we in the last days? Are we going to have a day of reckoning? Or will we all die behind this? 
is someone soon, do you feel someone soon is going to save us? Because well, especially for women, what's going to be our futures with these type of crimes they're doing against us? For God's sake, we don't even feel safe to go to sleep. I know, sweetie. Well, there are a lot of good people in the background doing all that they can to stop it. But, um, you know, it does talk about all of these things happening um, in the Bible. So, to me, it just makes a lot of sense where, you know, a lot of things in the Bible didn't make any sense at one point in time. But now it's kind of coming alive like a supernatural book. And I understand it. It's like, you know, it's all about... They want our souls. They, they they rape us of everything, and then a lot of people just give up and become a part of them. And when George Bush was saying, um, you know, you're either with us or against us, he was talking about, you know, this whole New World Order thing. And so it's going to come to pass, but God wins in the end. So, you know, just endure for now, and then, you know, our rewards are going to be, He's going to wipe away every tear, and there's not going to be anything in heaven that can ever hurt us. That's true. I know it's hard, but at least we have support here. I just think that we should all get a really big place and live together and watch out for each other, sleep on different shifts, have each other to go to the store together, you know, all that. I think it's a really good idea. Where it's always under a 24-hour watch, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, I, I know, I mean, I, I used to work, I worked all shift work, so I don't mind, like, you know, living with, yeah. At least if I, you live, yeah, you I, know. I, I know I, I would sign up for the graveyard watch easily. I'll be up 12 midnight to 8 a.m., period. But there is strength in numbers, and, you know, if there were a lot of us there, they wouldn't be able to break in. Unless there was somebody that was you know, someone we couldn't trust that was a part of the group. And once we figure that out, we get rid of that person. Absolutely. I agree. I've been looking for this. I agree. I've been looking for something like this because um, being alone, you're, you're, um, you're so vulnerable. Yes. And I mean, why can't we get together? You know, I mean, I'm in Massachusetts. Where are you guys? I'm in Texas. Indiana. Because if they're putting me out to sleep, I thought about it. I mean, should I get a gun? But a part of me is like, I mean, yeah, I know it could be protection head on, but I'm helpless if they can put me to sleep. I yeah. wish I wish there was something a rent or whatever you know what that's called. I wish there was something that I know that I could take that could knock out whatever they're putting through me to put me to sleep. I would just like to have one moment to wake up because we would roll in it, rock and roll in the right way in this bedroom. I would fight like they wouldn't believe. I want to catch them in the act. Is it true most of that, that's what George Bush meant? Does that mean most of the people in the cops, is it true what they say, the cops and also the CIA and stuff, or most of them are perverts and pedophiles? Do you guys believe that? Yeah, nowadays. They say they're that way because they're easily um, controlled because people have dirt on them, blackmail. They can't help their lust. 
So they want to keep them right there. Yeah, they get rid of the good guys and put in the sociopaths, and that's what's going on. Oh, they feel like it because there's something. You can always tell when you really think about it, it's satanic. Isn't there something odd about their eyes? Have you ladies found that? Something weird about their eyes? Yep, absolutely. Something just really not quite there. I don't know what it is. I don't like their eyes. Well, it's eyes as a window to the soul. The eyes, the window to the soul. These people have black souls. Yeah. It is what it is, because the eyes are real funny, peculiar. I think Karen is opening up. She say anybody interested? Okay, object Karen. What's your call code? Karen, that is if uh, if Joe gone cut cut his call. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm waiting for her to text me back. I don't know her code. I've never went over. Yeah, it's weird. It keeps changing. I don't know it either by heart. Yeah. Her code is um, one three zero. Yeah, Texas. It, it changed to one two, one two eight seven. This is her code. It's one three zero two eight eight. Yeah, yeah, one three zero two eight eight. Okay. You just text me and ask me was anybody interested in her opening up. Well, I told her, yeah, she yeah. better hurry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is this Elvira? Yeah, hi, Lauren. That's hey, Elvira. What's going on, yeah. baby girl? This past year, well, we're trying to we're planning that uh thing for Florida and uh Tuskegee. Okay, then you know, yeah, we're I have to talk to Jami. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about yeah. the money to get down there, but I definitely will support Jami all I can. That is going to be so interesting that we, we as PIs, we must work to make that happen. Exactly. I'm God to bless me some money. I'm in Indiana to make the trip. Florida is really a long way. I can't yeah, lie. but she has researched. She has contacted people in office. She has done a lot to make this this happen. Her and Tyrone, and the, you know, and now the rest is up to us. I I got her a, a, a someone to back her. You know, he said he'll uh, pay the hotel room and for the media stuff. That's great. So I, I'm I'm looking for other people to we do need that. We keep promoting and, that, announcing it on the TI calls. There's a lot of TIs in Florida or in there that area, that, or you know, anyone. A lot of TIs, and not all of us are broke. Somebody can afford to go down there. I wish I could. Yeah, yeah. let me tell you, up that way, Florida have more TIs that way in northern Florida than there is in South Florida. You know. Oh, I didn't know that. Known. Oh okay. yes. Because I know they stalked us out of Los Angeles and Cal. And I'm sorry, I felt like <laughs> Los Angeles felt like satanic heaven or something. It was crazy. That's good. They, they were everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. They were everywhere. Derek is also planning something there in Los Angeles for that week, too. Is she really? Yeah. They stalked, they stalked my sisters and I so crazy. It's like even when we were hungry because I felt like they were calling all the restaurants. But she, like, made a stop at, a, like, a red light. Literally, guys, I would jump out. It was like Starsky and Hutch and jump somewhere to order food, and she'd race around the corner and get it. It was crazy. The hospitals were like, oh, my God. 
We even went to the hotel. It was first straight, and then they showed us a room. It was in the basement. It was awful. It was like a little room, a trade room, all kind of hair all in the sink and tub. The sheets were dirty and oily like someone's left on them. Yeah, I know. And it was a ho- it was a Holiday Inn, guys. Holiday Inn. Wow. I get my money back. Yes. And that's when they were playing that Mexican and white against the blacks. Let's put it this way. They made us feel like for colored only. I won't lie. The racism was archaic. It was out there. Because <laughs> <laughs> Lillian at one point said, you ain't treat me like Billy Holiday. I fell out laughing. <laughs>
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.